Welcome, everybody, to episode 20 of Bombshell. I am your host, DK Dynamite, with our wonderful co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. Ready for a beautiful, beautiful podcast today, as always. Definitely got a lot to talk about in regards to Black Ops Cold War Season 5 Reloaded. Upcoming content, new info about some more remasters, and of course, the Vanguard Beta will be giving away five free codes during this podcast. Definitely stay tuned, as I always say. But I do want to mention this will be the last stream that I do in this apartment. I will be moving all my equipment, moving shop as of tonight. So starting this weekend, I will be in a new office. And I think my next gameplay stream will be Sunday during the last day of our early access beta for Vanguard Multiplayer. Thank you so much. Death Monk 247. I might have got the world record for most kills in one match domination on Vanguard. Can someone confirm if anyone's gotten higher than 71? Uh, that's amazing, man. Congrats on the high kill game. I will definitely be trying to beat that at some point this weekend. I know for a fact right now I'm trying to balance uh, going through and hitting what rank 20 in the beta to get that free blueprint and then also enjoying the new content inside of Cold War. Also, hopefully, there are no stream playback issues for you guys watching on mobile. I tried solving that problem mm -hmm. with uh, Season 5 Reloaded Stream the other day. I had to change a couple of settings since clearly YouTube changed a couple of things and didn't mention it. So <laughs> had to uh, figure it out ourselves, man. Uh, so starting off with Season 5 Reloaded, I mean, let's uh, get this roadmap pulled up. How are you feeling about the new content in Cold War specifically? I mean, we didn't expect much for this mid-season update, but what are you thinking as of right now? Um, I think it's just, uh, it's, just, it's pretty good all around. Uh, for MP, for zombies as a whole, you know. Yeah. Uh, brand new region, brand new world event, brand new uh, rampage inducer, zoo map, which is great. I think everything, the content we've gotten so far um, for Reloaded has been, uh, I think in my eyes, pretty good. I feel like I can't ask you what your favorite piece of content is yet because not everything is released. And True. I think your favorite piece of content might end up dropping. <laughs> One September 21st rolls around, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Let's look at this roadmap here. So taking a look at this, I, I will say as of right now, Zoo isn't even a remaster. I don't know if anybody understands that. Zoo isn't even a remaster from Black Ops 1 like we thought it was going to be. I mean, it sort of is. It's kind of how Noct is in D Machina. The whole map isn't a remaster. This just happens to be a remade portion inside of the map. They actually cut off several portions of the map itself compared to the Black Ops 1 uh, version and I guess that was to eliminate camping, increase the pacing of a match, and it does utilize assets that are in the zoo region over an outbreak. But so far, we played some pretty pretty good multiplayer the other day uh, when we hopped into zoo. I got a couple of very close games where I was almost gonna get a nuke, but died to like a sniper or some BS, whatever. Or the game ended. But we played very well, so I'm looking forward to dropping a zoo nuke at some point, hopefully later this weekend. Demolition also fan favorite. Can't complain about that. Black Ops One. I mean. Uh, who doesn't like some demolition, right? It's essentially uh, 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 search and destroy on steroids, if you want to put it. But looking at uh, the class mode in Warzone, I don't know if you played it yet, but it's Warzone Rumble. Just reimagine 50v50. Never was a fan of that mode. Remember uh, Blackout Ground War? We just we couldn't vibe to that. I don't know if you remember us trying it out, and we were just <sighs> like, yeah, <laughs> we're getting off. We're, we're playing. We're playing duos or something. It just wasn't it. I don't know if you remember uh, how slow. I that remember it very vaguely. Yeah. But yeah. I remember it, if it was good, I probably would remember it more. <laughs> well, one thing that comes to mind, I think about Blackout is, you know, something is successful LTM wise when the mode stays in for a long period of time. So anybody that says, oh, you know, they're doing outbreak free trials because the mode's dead. I'm like, do you not realize that if outbreak was dead, 
they definitely wouldn't be wasting resources and time every season adding regions, quests, BS. They wouldn't waste their time doing that. I mean, I get it, right? It looks weird how the player base is higher than ever after doing all these free trials. I get it. But if anything, doesn't that make more sense that the free trials are encouraging players to buy the full game? If the player base is consistently high every time, it's staying that way. It's getting bigger. I think it's just mm -hmm. paving the way for Outbreak just becoming like Warzone in the next couple of years where round-based what you pay for, Outbreak is that free app. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm predicting. I mean, what do you think about those free trials, right? Seeing that criticism of, oh, Outbreak has to be dead if we're doing free weekends over a couple of months. Like, what do you think about that? I think it basically comes down to, like, I mean, first of all, we know Outbreak in some way or form has brought more people to the game. Yeah. Um, even... We've gone over this multiple times. Even when we had prestigious key on a podcast, he said his wife actually hopped on and played uh, Outbreak. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I know Eric. Eric's wife is also playing Outbreak. When they've the, when these people never played zombies before ever, so clearly it's doing something to appeal to a larger audience. Right. And um, so when you bring on a whole bunch more new people, you know, why would you want it to stop there? You know, right, right. You want as many people to play it as possible. Obviously, they're a business. You want people to play it. You want people to spend money. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't think there's been anything wrong with releasing free weekends because I simply it's a I simply even think it's even more so uh, makes yeah. it makes it more it, so uh, popular than it is. It's almost a silly argument like oh well because content's free or or made free that means it's dead. They're trying to attract players. I mean Warzone's been free since launch and I don't see that player base dwindling at all. Even though people True. you know the vocal minority on Twitter or Reddit's like oh well the game's dead. You know Warzone fell off because of SPMM and anti cheat. Uh, like I said. Take this to the bank. I'm ready for the anti-cheat to come out in November. I want to see where the conversation shifts to. It's probably mm -hmm. going to shift to, I shouldn't have to scan my entire PC to play Battle Royale. Why is this so invasive in my privacy? What if there's a data breach? What's going to happen, you know, to, to our information? It's like, there's going to be, uh, you know, the end of, of, it's going to be the end of one argument and the beginning of another. It's just, it's, to me, it's just silly, but that's just a cut cycle for you. That's how it goes. Um, regardless, though, uh let's see what happens in terms of these free access weeks you know how that's gonna uh, carry over to vanguard i got some comments today which we'll address later of course people were like oh uh they, they messed up so bad with cold war who's gonna buy vanguard and i'm like in what way do they mess up that it, it can warrant a lack of sales the following year from a sledgehammer title like i think even because sledgehammer took a year off you know they haven't been around since 2017 that may even encourage people to try Vanguard. Like, oh, Sledgehammer's been around for a while. Let's see what they're going to bring to the table with, with Vanguard now. So we'll get to Vanguard in a bit. But also in regards to Season 5 Reloaded, we, of course, have new Outbreak content. Uh, the Armada region, I mean, wow, it was beautiful. And I'm almost glad it never got added to Onslaught because it, it made it feel like a, a much more interesting experience seeing it for the first time in, in Outbreak Zombies. Um, it's the same layout as Combined Arms Armada, but, again, full access to the water, the boats, uh, no, it's you, a little bit different. It's different. Do you think it's? I mean, what do you think is different there, about it? I haven't really there's noticed. Three more boats. There's three more boats in the water. Oh, those little like subsections where I think I think a flag is on there in multiplayer, right? B, I believe, is in one of those boats. I, I don't know. Maybe no, there's like there's like actually yeah there's actually like two or three new boats awesome. they added. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe one of those new ones is the one where you do the crystal event. You know how it's kind of underwater. I don't know if you saw that yet. You have to go underwater to do the the, the quest. Maybe that's one of the boats you're talking about. I don't really I don't remember that from multiplayer. Um, but yeah, that, that's amazing. What about the, the, the black chest world event? I thought that was really interesting. Really. It, it was um, a challenge. It was an actual challenge. I like that. Yeah. My, my thoughts about that basically is, um, on the lower rounds, it's pretty, uh, tedious and annoying because mm. you're not, you're not outputting enough damage yet to where like you can destroy the little orbs that shoot right. out, um, fast, but on the higher rounds, like if you get like a few critical hits on it, like you can destroy that thing in like, in like a quarter of a clip and then just right. move on to the next one. Right. So 
yeah, I think it's it's hard at the start of the game, but as you progress, uh, you, I mean, as with most things, it gets a lot easier. You you mentioned that story uh, relevance that uh, oh, yeah. the Black Chest has. You want to go into that real quick? That was something I was like, wait, I didn't realize that because I didn't really um, read all the intel yet for season five reloaded. So I think it was, this wasn't this was like this is like happened a long time ago, um, intel wise. I think, but I think there's this character. I mean, I'm not a story expert, but this is just from what I've gathered. Um, yeah, just hearing things. Yeah. So there's this character named uh, Peter or something. Peter, yeah. Um, yeah. Peter, whatever. How you want to pronounce it? Right. right. Um, basically, he climbed to a chest into the dark ether, uh, and I think Zyka, he knew he knew Zykob in some sort of way in the dark ether, and uh, he got he obviously got banished to the this little crate or whatever, and you have to save him. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty really, cool. Yeah, I love that. I, I love the fact that what they made sure of, I mean, this has always been the case with Treyarch anyway, and maybe other devs not so much, but they always make sure there's some story relevance by adding new side quests or they always want to make sure it's all intertwined, not just, you know, there's quests here and there, there's just gameplay centered, but for the most part, an outbreak at least, they're really, really story centered, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. Uh, shout out to the Black Ops gang in my chat, by the way. This became like a new thing in my recent stream. We were playing uh, Season 5 Reloaded. Um, it was Russell Adler, Mason, a couple of fan favorite Black Ops characters uh, who had YouTube accounts in chat and they were blessing you with some good luck because we were hopping into Warzone. I'm like, all right, I played for Dance 84 several times and I've not been able to find a red door whatsoever. I, I just haven't been able to find them. They blessed me with good luck. We find literally four to five red doors in one match of Verdansk. It was hilarious. It was so cool to see. Um, finally went through a couple of them, got some free loot from that, uh, Advanced UAV. Uh, they also blessed me with some solid gameplay on Zoom, man. So we had a lot of fun. Shout out to yeah. you guys over in chat. But continue. Cool. One thing about those guys that, like, I remember I saw there was Bell, Special Agent Mason, yeah, uh, Stitch, Russell Adler. <laughs> yeah. One thing, I, one thing I say about them is that I haven't seen that type of um, energy with people, like creating accounts based on characters for COD, and like, in, in so long. Right. Like, I didn't. See, I, I saw none of that for MW. I saw no one with with the name. Uh, I don't even know a full name of a character from MW. Yeah, um, just just a, a random like who's the douchebag from the season five roadmap? Like, like, <laughs> like it's like a character that's like a focus of a roadmap, and like who like who are these people? Like honestly, and no, I, I'm saying that in a mean way or a prejudiced way. It's like, look, man, uh, Modern <laughs> Warfare wasn't our cup of tea, but if you want to talk objectively, what's been going on with the community? I mean, Cold War just seems to have hit a mark a lot differently than Modern Warfare, where it resonated so well. Characters are so memorable. Uh, you know, people making accounts out of them. I mean, I just feel like the campaign was also more impactful. People say, oh, Modern Warfare's campaign was so good. I remember playing it. I'm like, man, Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3, that solid campaigns. Ghost was, you know, relatively easy. But still, I, I remember most of that campaign. Infinite Warfare, surprisingly, just... Uh, I didn't like the multiplayer zombies too much in that game, but the campaign was beautiful in Infinite Warfare. Modern Warfare 2019, I just, I just don't... I just didn't get... I didn't, I didn't feel much. But, but like you were saying, I think... Uh, Treyarch definitely hit the mark with adding in new characters, and and I laugh at that, right? Don't people usually say with Cold War, oh, it's everything's nostalgia, it's all remakes, recycled content. I'm like, is it though? Because they made the focus of each new roadmap throughout the DLC season a new character, right? Season six probably be Mason or somebody, but for the past couple mm -hmm. of them, it's been you know new characters. The campaign wasn't just about Mason and Woods; they had new characters as well that I think were very popular, and I think they've done a good job. You talk about recycled content like slums and whatnot, yeah, th those are probably like Activision requests. They added in slums to COD Mobile and, and Cold War at the same time. Uh, mm. I think I think Activision knows that instead of doing those faithful or not those faithful, instead of doing those reimagining remakes they used to do, where they would take the same layout and then change the scenery and, and whatnot, instead of doing that now, now they're just doing one to one remasters because that must resonate better with you know the OGs to come back and play. So if anything, uh, 
I, I think Trekkers done their best with what they were given to, to just provide us a new experience with, you know, memorable content. Um, also on the roadmap here, what else got added in Season 5 Reloaded? We don't have uh, Hudson or Dread just yet. That'll probably be released closer, yeah, probably closer to the 21st of the numbers event. Uh, we'll talk more about the numbers event soon. But what I will say is it's interesting how after this patch drop for Reloaded, um, people who usually data mine and post spicy content, which we can't show on screen for obvious reasons, they are having issues with posting stuff like that. So I think it's, if anything, it's interesting blessing in disguise that now a lot of content that's being saved for the for the, the next mid-season update in a couple of weeks is going to be a bit of a mystery, right? You won't see leaked bundles and, you know, other surprises they probably have in store for the numbers event. Um, and yeah, you probably noticed that as well, right? With, with, with the render community. I mean, people have had trouble mm -hmm. getting, getting models and, and, and I see that, that's what I mean. It's kind of a weird gray area, right? Where you're quote unquote, not supposed to be ripping the game or, or going through <laughs> assets, but it's one of those things that people do it anyway, because that's, that's how Call of Duty art is made, right? How do our thumbnails made, how our renders made. It's kind of one of those things they let slide, but now that ability has been broken with the recent update. So if you have anything to mention about that, let me know. Uh, thoughts um, on, on that being broke <laughs> at the moment. I think, I think I know all the bundles have been have been leaked out now. Um, Waiting for Kyle Tracker to post uh, a, a, an article about well, yeah, that. I'm sure they will. They did. They did. They already did, did they? it two days oh, ago. Okay, yeah, I gotta check that out. Um, so yeah, so I think there's some some way, or maybe there's a workaround to get like the images and stuff. But um, I haven't seen a lot of things on the the model side of the community where it's like all good on that front. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I'm all good. I got, I got my stuff all, uh, hooked up and, um, and working. Bless. bless. Uh, so yeah, season five reloaded skins are actually banging. Um, got a lot of cool ideas on the way, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, definitely gonna be a scary time, especially with the anti cheat coming as well. It could that, uh, screw that up may the change the game. That may change the game as we know it. Um, yeah, we'll talk something about Kyle Tracker I want to mention later in the podcast. I, I talked to them before as well. Um, there's a topic that says something is not making sense. We're going to get to that. People are going to laugh about this because there's something that doesn't really make sense about the community right now and, and kind of privileges being given to certain people. It, it, something very interesting going on in, in terms of the beta as well. We're going to get to that later. But uh, <laughs> I have not seen their article about the upcoming bundle. So I guess I'll take a look at that after the podcast and I'll hope to do a super vid on that uh, in a couple of days. There is something in Reloaded that I wanted to address because I know Perko was in my chat talking about this. Uh, if Perko's watching, what's up, man? Uh, there is a bundle that was added to Warzone a little bit early. It wasn't supposed to get added yet, but uh, it's not in Cold War at the moment from my understanding. It's a bundle that costs 2,400 COD points, right? And it will give you this kind of this rebate option in a way where you'll get 300 COD points back by doing some exclusive challenges, a special order, as you want to call it. You know, this only available with the bundle. So I ask you, right, how does it make sense? You spend 2,400 COD points, you only get 300 back. You'd have to spend, like, a good amount of money to eventually accumulate, a, you know, 2,400 COD points total to then buy one of the cooler items in game. So does that system make sense to you yet? Is there a way they can really fix that? Because maybe if they gave you 1,100 COD points back, that would make sense. I get they can't give us everything for free. They can't just give us free COD points. I mean, they could afford it, sure. But 300? I mean, what do you think about that? That's It's 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 very minimal. I mean, what can you really buy with that? Maybe tier skips? I mean, I mean what well, nothing. You buy nothing with that. Um, <laughs> just 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 nothing. <laughs> but I think yeah, I think it's I think it's a very good start. Um, to it's a it's a very good start. It's better than not receiving anything. Fair, um, yeah, fair, fair. So yeah, I think over over the next maybe in the Vanguard we'll start seeing you know bundles that I give you seven hundred back or eight hundred back. 
Yeah. And then maybe you'll get up to like 1100 per bundle. Um, Unless that's what they do. If they eventually start doing bundles for like 30, 40 bucks. And that's ridiculous, by the way. If you're going to spend the price of the game on skins, I mean, at least, again, I'm not going to defend that because I know people are going to get upset about it. But at the very least, you can use all of that content across any mode that you like, whether it's multiplayer Warzone Zombies mm -hmm. and across several different titles. So, or, well, Warzone at least. <laughs> that's the only that's the only uh, reoccurring game that you can use stuff on. But uh, that that's something that I'm like, ah. Maybe they'll end up selling a $34 bundle and then they'll give you like $1,100 or $2,400 back. And even then, that's still a lot. That's just a lot of money that people I don't think have right now because of the pandemic. And, and obviously, that's just ridiculous. But I, I agree with you. It's a good start. And I hope to see and even maybe they can keep that system they're going with. Oh, they'll give you a couple hundred back per bundle. But then add in like some other challenges or something, maybe daily or weekly, where you can get 1,100 COD points a week just by playing the game. I think that that'll just encourage. I think that'll help sales altogether with their bundle, even though they don't need help with it. They're, they're making a, a billion, you know, plus a year probably on, uh, or was every quarter almost, <laughs> some of these bundles. So uh, let's see how they do it. But I'm sure that'll get better yeah. over time. Now that we know the bundle system is probably here to stay, they won't go back to a supply drop model. It, damned if you, damned if you don't. I, I don't think there's a model that they can introduce mm -hmm. that people will be com completely happy with. But uh, Yeah, one thing, one thing about bundles. Yeah. Um, since like when Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare was the first one to have like the bundle bundle system yeah. that uh, continued in the Cold War. And if you compare like the bundle system in MW to the bundle system in um, Black Ops Cold War, it's like MW is MW system is like absolutely um, atrocious. Uh, if you really compare, I have a glare on my face. Whoa! Yeah, I had sunlight coming in too because I took I took some stuff down in this in this room here, and I had some sunlight behind me. I had to, I had to fix that before we started. But no, yeah, it's like that, you know, you can like modern, everybody can like modern warfare. Everybody has their opinion. I'm not going to bash anybody for liking the game. That's again, we're entitled to our opinions. But the bundle system blows my mind because. There's people that hold on warfare to a very high standard, and that's totally fine. Again, that's that's your right to do so. But when people act like Modern Warfare, you know, was the best game, which is why it was so successful. I mean, you have to realize Modern Warfare was on a hiatus for, you know, what, eight years? Modern Warfare 3 came out in 2011. So seeing that name pop back up is going to attract a lot of people who are OGs. If Black Ops did the same thing, I guarantee you we'd be in the same boat where the new Black Ops after a 10-year, you know, gap is going to do very well in sales and whatnot. Also, the first game that had a free DLC model with the season, the season system and xyz it did all it did all these things that if black ops 4 or world war 2 had done that i'm sure it would have saw some very similar results but with the name of modern warfare it definitely attracted a lot so people have to realize you know if modern warfare 2 ends up being the next best-selling game then yeah that just tells you that whatever modern warfare did it accomplished a good amount and it's going to transfer over to the sequel but if, yeah. if modern warfare 2 sells a little bit under the first one then i kind of that, that will maybe show people that modern warfare accomplished a lot you know with its name and the new systems but that didn't resonate too well over the rest of that DLC season in terms of like people's energy with the multiplayer, the maps. Maybe they won't pick up the second Modern Warfare. Maybe those neglected Battlefield players that praise Modern Warfare 2019 will go back to Battlefield 2042 and they won't be around in the next, you know, couple years. That's, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. But people are probably going to try canceling me for that, saying I'm like a Modern Warfare hater, Treyarch fanboy. Say what you got to say. We're just we're just expressing, you know, what we've observed over the, you know, the past couple of months. Lots of cool bundles coming up. Oh, we'll talk oh go ahead. I was going to say one thing um, objectively about bundles versus uh, MW versus Cold War is that the artwork for bundles in, in Modern Warfare is like, they're, they're literally just font. They're literally just fonts with like color on it. Um, <laughs> like I, I went back and looked at like bundle yeah. logos and, and, um, and stuff. And it's actually like, like, wow, this was like 
they release this compared to like what we have in Treyarch, where you have all these cool like little images on the logos and stuff. It, it, it's really crazy. Not to mention Mastercrafts, Ultra Skins, Reactive Camos, um, and actual skins that actually look good, not just all like these just like military simulator uh, skins. So. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that's all I want to say it, about that. I just, it, yeah, I, I def, you could definitely see a big difference in in in, in what was produced, you know, art wise. Um, mm-hmm. What I will say as well, it's really interesting. The account that was posting some very spicy material about upcoming season five reloaded content has gotten many claims on his Twitter, so his Twitter might not be around after a while. But gameplays out there of the side melee weapons, the numbers tracer, which is funny. We talked about this a while ago. The numbers tracer. Is something that we were you, you were speculating about this when you made that Mason concept art, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a few months back. I mean, being able to shoot tracer rounds and then form the numbers on the ground, so that's so sick. I mean, I can't wait to see what they do with that later, but uh, absolutely, yeah, that, that, that will be in the um, the brainwashed the the yeah the the brainwashed reactive ultra skin plus companion bundle. That'll be that'll be in that. In that bundle, that's, the Adler that's skin. Amazing. That's amazing. I can't wait to see that skin. I mean, the numbers reactive skin as well gives me vibes of the numbers outfits that were in Blackout that they added mm-hmm. in. Uh, the I skins think- are reactive. The weapon blueprints are reactive too with the numbers. That's that's so, inc- that's so funny. But uh, season uh, season five reloaded isn't over yet. That's something I wrote in the topic box as well. It's not over. I mean, I think the reason mm-hmm. why they, they separated a lot of content for the season is because of the Vanguard beta. They don't want to blow their load with Cold War two days before the beta drops. That's why I was saying, you know, looking back at, at before, I was like, you know, does it make sense to drop Reloaded the same week as the beta? But now it does, considering they saved a, a, a solid chunk for uh, September 21st, which is a couple weeks away. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Hell's Broadcast Network in the chat there with $10 super chat. Really appreciate that. It was a lot of fun playing through the other night. We played some uh, solid multiplayer and zombies. God bless, man. You'll definitely be okay. uh, be around more often. I'm going to close my window a little bit. Hold on. Oh, okay, yeah. That sun is bright as hell, man. <laughs> Brighter than our future over here. <laughs> bright as sunlight. Uh, but yeah, Chad, I, I, was on, I was on the fence of saying, you know, does it make sense to drop Reloaded uh, during the week of the Vanguard beta? But the way that they, they handled it, I think makes sense. Uh, however, season six, which we're going to talk about later in the podcast, is kind of making us scratch our heads based on recent rumors about when that is releasing. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of the numbers event, we do have the Outbreak Survival Mode dropping, which I think is going to really resonate well with uh, with our community. I mean, did you try the Dabster K3 update? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't hopped in to see what it was. I'm not even sure what was added. I'm reading the information here. I can't really see what it was. Um, I think... Um... I don't know exactly what it is, but I was I was actually gonna message you and say you should make a video on on that because no one's talking about it. Yeah, and there, there was the, it was the biggest it was the biggest updates ever received. Um, so I, I def- probably make a video. I definitely I definitely I definitely want to. Uh, and then onslaught as well. I don't know if you tried onslaught diminishing light, but dude, it, it was weird. I feel like there's something wrong with the mode. It, it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was much different from regular onslaught. It, the, the orb shrinks. But you can't shoot the orb to make it expand. You have to end the surge to make it expand again and then move to the next spot. So you're kind of just playing regular Onslaught anyway. You're just ending a surge and moving on. With the orb shrinking, I mean, maybe that'll get harder on very high surges with elites and, and whatnot. But for the first, like, 8 to 15 surges, it doesn't really feel like it's too much different, <laughs> if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, so I'm, I'm not really sure what they were thinking with that. It's kind of unfortunate that uh, only... 
the Onslaught Containment LTM felt like it was a truly different LTM experience where it gave you different maps you could play on. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. what was it Accel Onslaught Accelerated and now Diminishing Light don't really feel like they're too different. Um, it was like, okay, <laughs> you play it once, you're like, all right, do the challenge for the free blueprint, that's about it. Uh, what's also really strange is that uh, Onslaught Gun Game wasn't in that long, was it? I think that was a, I think that's probably one of the stronger LTMs right under Containment. And that wasn't in the game that long, which is which is weird. Yeah, it was in for a very short amount of time. It might not have been played that much, which is weird because I think it's better than Diminishing Light and uh, what do you call it? Diminishing Light and uh, what was it? Accelerated. So uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. The, the, the free blueprint you get from playing is is decent looking. I, I can't complain about that one. But yeah, it's more onslaught content. You know, on Driving it plays very well. Who would have thought ten years ago when Driving came out, you'd be able to play zombies on that map one day? Like. Who would have thought that? It's always, it's always funny because I don't know if you remember this. I mean, at least in Black Ops 4, Black Ops 3 as well. Um, and you could probably go as far as, you know, the first two Black Ops games. People would always say, I remember really seeing these comments everywhere. Imagine if you could play zombies on this map, you know, add a, add a mystery box or something. You don't have to add an Easter egg, just, just zombies. It's funny how Trick listened to exactly that for Cold War. And people are like, oh, no, it's recycled. It's recycled. God, the COD cycle. Unless the people that were asking for that have left the series. They, Treyarch is doing what people were asking for. That That's the bottom line. I mean, I think, if anything, out of all the studios, Treyarch does that best. They listen to fan feedback and try their best to censor their next game around what people wanted in some of the previous games when it makes sense to do so. Um, that's what I've been noticing about Onslaught. But altogether, uh, Outbreak Survival is going to be, I think, worth its own stream. It's, I'm not sure when they're going to drop all that. There might be, like, one big update on September the 21st when Numbers comes out, Outbreak Survival, Hudson. Or they might kind of sporadically drop some of that throughout that week. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. But uh, I definitely want to do a dedicated zombie stream just for Outbreak Survival. Um, what are your expectations for that, though, man? I mean, we talked about this a bit last week, but... Uh, Outbreak Survival. I mean, it's in the name, right? It's all about survivability. So people complaining about the name of the mode. I just, I, I don't understand that. But <laughs> how are you feeling um, about that as we build it's up? It's gonna the be island? hard. Uh, I, it's gonna be really hard. I, I, um, a few times I've just spawned in with the 1911 just on normal round based and normal uh, outbreak like the past few days. Yeah. And um, that's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Like using, um, using truly everything. Everything to your surroundings, wall buys, uh, mystery boxes. I feel like no one even uses anymore because of loadout weapons. Oh yeah, uh, which is actually which is quite sad to see. But um, yeah, it's gonna be really hard. I think. Yeah, I uh, I feel I feel the same thing. Where it's like, what incentive is there to hit the mystery box or even use wall buys? And you can spawn with a weapon of your choice, upgrade it throughout your match to pack a punch, max rarity. So I guess you could say the older systems kind of like intertwine with it. It's not really spotlighted that well, but. With this LTM coming out, it's going to be great. I mean, people were complaining about this months ago. Oh, I want classic zombies back, 1911. You could already do that if you want, but now you'll be forced spawn to do it for this mode. Yeah, spawn, just spawn in with it and, and do your thing. Uh, it's going to be a challenge. I wonder if you can do the Easter eggs with it. That's going to be something that uh, I'll, I'll be curious about. Now, I also want to talk about the end of what seems like both Fireteam and Outbreak, unfortunately, after Season 5 Reloaded. I mean, Season 6 could still bring in some surprises, but, I mean, it looks like they're done with Euro Mountains 100%. Because Fireteam hasn't gotten an update since when? I'm trying to think of the last update. Oh, my God. Was it Fireteam Elimination? Satlink. Satlink. Oh, which also isn't in the game anymore. The Fireteam Hospital doesn't have Satlink. It's all. It's just Dirty Bomb, Hardpoint, and Elimination. I mean, get rid of Hardpoint. Does anybody like that mode over Satlink? I mean, Satlink was a challenge. It was hard if you don't have the right team. But Hardpoint's like, it's fine, whatever. Elimination's fantastic. Dirty Bomb, I mean, it's a gem. Uh, but no one who reaches the Fireteam. Will they add one more in Season 6? Maybe? But it won't be from Euro Mountains, I guess, because it seems to be done with that whole area. 
Uh, and then Outbreak, it was confirmed in the patch notes the other day, Armada's the last region in Outbreak. So for those celebrating that, and that's fine if you don't like Outbreak, I, I, I completely respect that. But what will be added in Season 6 for Zombies? Then We know the last round base map's coming. But mm-hmm. what maybe there's, maybe there's an LTM coming, grief or something for for the three maps you already have. I mean, I'm trying to think of what they'll then add. Maybe just world events or a side quest or an objective. Maybe that, that's my guess. But then no new region. That's I mean, to be fair, they drop. Have they always dropped two regions per season? No, they dropped two in season five. Right? It was collateral and then uh, now armada. Collateral armada, and so, then it was like was I, there, yeah, I don't. I don't think, think it was ever a season with two. So uh, I can't. I can't remember. I, I can't recall. Because season two was Galova, season three was Duga. For uh, for for outbreak, Zoo was season four. I think season two season two had the surprise um, sanatorium night, and maybe I Galova that was season one reloaded. No, oh, no, Galova didn't oh, no, have no. that. Oh no, no, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe season two did have uh, sanatorium See, night and then Galova. Yeah, it was either season two launch was the launch of outbreak. So. Oh, you know what, bro? I just realized it launched with Galova, didn't it? When Outbreak I first think, released? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. It was so, so it was one map for uh, Season 2. was for uh, was Sanatorium Night, you're right. Then Season 3 was uh, Duga. Season 4, Zoo. And then Season 5 yep. is so far Collateral and Armada. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's yep. it. So, yeah, first season with two regions. I guess, that, you know, whatever you said, they blew, they blew, they blew their load a little bit early with uh, the regions. But I'll, I'll take more content. Hey, it's fun. But... Uh, I will say there is gameplay floating around out there, which I can't show on screen, of the full Euro Mountains being played by somebody who somehow has access to all that shit. So it's going to be interesting when that person then posts more publicly, uh, you know, going from region to region, how different they all were from what, what they are now. But there was plenty of areas left from that that could still be added. I mean, there was, what, chemical labs, mines, battery, weather station. That's four big ones that they could have still used. And I guess they said, you know what, screw it. So the question is, right, if they're not adding any more Outbreak regions, I guess that solidifies there won't be a main quest 3 in Outbreak? I, I don't think Treyarch has time mm-hmm. for it, personally. How do they have time to make another Outbreak quest, DLC 4, and then Vanguard's launch map? I mean, that, that's, that's a lot. So they, have, they probably have the studio size for it, but that, that's probably too much on their plate that they probably can't manage while under COVID circumstances working from home. So with that being said, I'm very, very curious what is going to be added in Season 6, but we'll talk more about you know our, our, what we know so far about that later in the podcast, but I'll be sad, man. I mean, with Outbreak, there's enough, but I feel like Fireteam's missing just one more solid map to that. I feel like all we're, I feel like when we play Fireteam, we're like, oh, we gotta go for Duga, we gotta go for, like, Sanatorium. Yeah. We need, we need, like, one more solid one. Zoo would've been great. It's massive, but at the very least, they added in a, a variation of it for 6v6, because they, for some reason, kept the exclusive to Zombies. I'm sure plans change. Remember when they confirmed that in Season 2? They're like, oh yeah, there will, there will be zombies exclusive regions that aren't in multiplayer, and Maybe they ran out of time, didn't get to make that because they got put in charge of Vanguard zombies. And like, all right, let's just make mm-hmm. make that zoo then. Whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. But might be the end of, the, of two of these two of the best modes in the game right now <laughs> in terms of maps. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's still a lot of room, a lot of potential to to, to get some more. I know there was footage that surfaced of both Crossroads and Miami in Outbreak. That I guess isn't happening for some reason. I mean, Crossroads to be fair is already an onslaught. Who cares? Um, and Miami, I don't really see that working well for outbreak i mean it's a big map but i don't i don't see a need to, to add that one crossroads maybe but um there's that we also have something that i think came to a surprise to most of us you pointed this out to me and i didn't, I didn't really comprehend it at first e coli espresso cod partner when i had made a video about a week ago saying that there was a teaser in the cod blog which may have been hinting at 
Darth Vader camel coming to Warzone. There was a gun the person was holding that was blacked out. And I'm like, I, I didn't really see that as like a camel teaser, but it was. Darth Vader camel got added to Warzone finally after multiple seasons of waiting. And I have to say, I am shocked. It doesn't look bad at all. I mean, have you loaded in in uh, Warzone with it? Yeah, I think you have, right? I don't, I don't, let me ask no, you. Oh, I, yeah, haven't, okay. I haven't. <laughs> it, it, it definitely looks pretty good. I mean, usually things don't carry over that well. Uh, between Cold War and Warzone, some things look a little weird. Some things are not as polished. But they actually released a small little teaser trailer for it on their Twitter. All zombies camels, to be exact, were added in. And, you know, it's never too late, right? I mean, it's something that even if they added it in during uh, Vanguard cycle, it still would have worked theoretically, right? Because Dark Ether's storyline is still carrying over, so who cares? But I am wondering what the uh, zombies mastery camel will be in uh, in Vanguard. Maybe maybe something similar. There are rumors about a red Dark Ether uh for vanguard so maybe they'll do like a red variation of it at some point um glad to finally see it though i mean that should have probably dropped in season one or two of the latest but uh whatever we, fi we finally got it i mean I, I was assuming that season six would have brought that to us but at least we finally did i mean what are your thoughts on that on the update being so delayed do you think there was a issue with it or i mean maybe they're too busy at the warzone pacific map what do you think I mean, I, I really I don't have an answer for that. It's kind of like how it took five seasons for Modern Warfare to add uh, Weapon Inspect. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, kind of weird. You know, you're you're paying for blueprints. You're paying for uh, stuff, and you couldn't even inspect the weapons. Um, so I, I don't know. That's kind of silly. Least, right? at, least it, at least it wasn't something... Um, Detrimental, or, yeah, like something. Yeah, you're like right. you still... Like you still had uh, DM Ultra, which... Fair. Uh, but it's great that it's in it now. It's definitely, I think and the outrage about it. Well. Yeah, I think the outrage about it might have been a little bit much because, like, at the end of the day, it is just a camo. Um, which, but, which you don't see that much unless you buy your loadout right away. Like most of your match group will probably be with loadout web or with ground loot. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny that that, that was such a, a big point of controversy. You know, it's weird though. I just, I just, I just realized this. Uh, we haven't talked about the the Vanguard multiplayer reveal because it is, isn't it kind of strange that. We got the reveal, or we got the alpha, then the reveal, and now the beta. So talking about the reveal itself is kind of like a little, a little redundant, because <laughs> we've already played yeah. it so many times. But uh, with the reveal for multiplayer, did you think it was a strong output from Sledgehammer in terms of what they showed and confirmed? We'll talk about that real quick, so I didn't put it in the topic box. Um, I think all the stuff they... They talked about MP-wise with stuff we already knew because we did play the alpha. They're talking about, oh, tactical sprint returns. You can shoot through walls. Like, yeah, bro, we know. We got it. We played the alpha. Um, I was still laughing. You, you made a point while we were live. You were talking, when they were talking about regiments for like five minutes, and I'm like, we had that in Modern Warfare. So they, they, they were making it seem like it was something that was completely new. I'm like, we kind of already saw that. <laughs> okay, you know, and it, and it didn't work that well either in Modern Warfare. It was kind of broken most of the time. I but. think I think it's a little bit different, but I think uh, it's nothing... Nothing uh, like extravagant, it, yeah. It's, it, <laughs> they're, definitely up, they're definitely up playing what it was, but... Yeah, yeah no, that's Most of the reveal... I think, I think the juiciest part of the reveal was the Warzone stuff because there's been, there's been no uh, like of, information yeah. on right. the new map. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem like we're getting us. I mean, we'll probably get a separate trailer for it, but um, it may drop as a surprise, to be honest. It might not be announced or like or, or led up to in any way. Um, but I mean, it's funny how people were in the chat talking about, oh, where's the zombies teaser at the end? Treyarch says it's different, man. Treyarch, Treyarch did that last year with Cold War's multiplayer reveal. Um, this time, September chose to go with the Vanguard uh, Warzone announcement. I mean, it's fine. We still got something teased. I can't complain about anything. But. Uh, 
Yeah. There, there, there were some things that they talked about which I was a little concerned with. I mean, first, the suppression system. You get shot, and you'll kind of be stuck in place in a way as if you got flashbanged. I mean, it's not that serious, but a bit of a weird feature. I'm not sure I like that. Uh, the minimap issue where you have to run a perk to see enemies fire on your minimap that aren't using suppressor. That I mean, those are just changes that I, I wonder could could they have done, could they have used that time for anything else needed polishing? Why add in something like that that clearly was gonna be controversial? Clearly might get changed, you know, by the time the game comes out. I never understand that, right? I because for example, in World War II, do you remember this? Condre and Schofield defended the version of multiplayer that was public they were saying oh we're gonna stick to our vision this is it after new year's they both get let go for some <laughs> reasons we won't talk about and then that got overhauled completely so they didn't stick to the vision it's all it's all about leadership really it's not about oh stick to our vision it's kind of like what the leaders say is going to happen and then if, if if you know conclusively and collectively the dev team says yeah we're going to change that they get new leadership they replace you know who's in charge and they just they go ahead and make your changes but I really feel like uh, by the time the game comes out, they're going to make some serious changes to some of those features. I, I just don't get the point of, of some of those additions to the game. Um, but yeah, the, spawns, the, the spawns, I think they can, they could probably not worry about um, like overpowered suppression systems because I've been hit by it a few times and it's like, did I just get flashbang? Like, no, I didn't get flashbang. I just got shot by a suppressor. Yeah, and then there's, like, the incinerary rounds. I mean, there's still there's still some issues. But, I mean, leads us into day one of the alpha, or the alpha, mm-hmm. the beta, excuse me. Uh, this morning, played played about, what, like, five games, I think. I'll be playing more this weekend, of course. So, I won't say I, I'm 100% able to give my full thoughts on it. But from, from what I played so far, I played all the maps, all the modes available. Um... I will say I don't like the Red Star map. That is the snowy one, I believe. I, I just felt like that was a modern warfare type of map where everybody's camping and sniping. Not Wasn't digging that. Maybe other modes will play better on it. Uh, Hotel Royale was... Reminded me of... Uh, what's that map, man? I think it was... It might be Casino from Black Ops 4. And also uh, another map from World War II that I can't remember the name of. But... It, it, it was it was okay. I mean, maybe the spawns were the issue. It wasn't even the map design. It was just the spawns. I feel like I've never seen a multiplayer where people are constantly behind me. Like, I spawn in, and three seconds later, someone's behind me. That was a little little strange. Uh, we felt we saw some weird TTK inconsistencies. I know you mentioned it as well, where there were some gunfights where the person was definitely full health, and they were like, you know, it took two bullets to kill him. Other gunfights, half a clip, and I'm like, I don't know. It might have been lag. Yeah. There, were some, there were some packet loss issues we were noticing. Um, I, I my, my screen was freezing a couple of times, so maybe that was just, you know, because the servers are wonky today. Uh, aside from that, I mean, it, it still played well. I, I still will go and defend Vanguard and say that it doesn't feel like a Modern Warfare reskin. You could 100% see, like you mentioned last week, how it's on the Modern Warfare engine, how it plays a little bit like it, how there's mechanics that we saw, you know, from Infinity Ward. But to me, it still feels like we're playing World War II multiplayer on a different engine. Similar weapons, similar map design. Um, I enjoyed that. My favorite map, I think, so far with the with the with the beta was uh Gatuvu. I think it's how you say it, Gatuvu. Probably said that wrong. Gatuvu, yep. Gutu- yeah. I think it reminds me of just how beautiful contraband was from Black Ops 4. I, I enjoyed it. So um yeah, I mean that, that those are my thoughts so far. I'll be streaming gameplay this Sunday when the early access goes away. So I know day three should be adding in a new map or a mode. So I'll be streaming that on Sunday. I don't want to stream it this morning just because I mean it, it's just oversaturated to hell. Overall with Vanguard though, I will notice or I, I will point out that I've noticed uh some change in energy surrounding it, but I still don't think we're at that point yet where it feels like people care that much. I don't know if that's a bad sign for the season to come. I, I don't know what that is, but 
I just feel like it, it was off to a, just a horrible start from like February when there was rumors about it being a World War II game again. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just think it, it still it needs to it needs to uh, show a little bit more of of, of uh, they need to show more of what they got before people get fully on board with it. Um, just it, it just seems like you know there was so much info being spread across like 15 leaker Twitter accounts and that's where all the info was coming from. And then official marketing was like, Oh yeah, by the way, here's that. And everyone's like, Oh yeah, we knew that already. Who cares? And then, like you said, mm-hmm. we, we get a, a, a multiplayer reveal trailer and you know, we already played the alpha. So we kind of knew most of it. So it's been kind of weird marketing wise, but and maybe, uh, you know, the main content we produce this year is in Warzone with the new Pacific map and then zombies. Maybe it's not multiplayer. I mean, we, we don't know. I'll be grinding the campaign quite a bit too at launch. I'm excited for it, but so far, it, it feels like we're off to a uh, a strange start with the with the game, but maybe other games have been like that. I never noticed, but it feels like Cold War, despite being another Black Ops game, you know the the was it the fifth one in, in ten years. Uh, despite being another Black Ops game, there was just more energy surrounding the reveals for it and the news. I don't know what it was. I mean, can you explain that at all? Do you do you have any thoughts on on the weird reception to Vanguard so far? It doesn't really make much sense. It's kind of it's kind of wonky, a little off. Well, I think you explained it. I mean, as soon as people, as soon as the rumors started going around about it being a uh, a World War II game, instantly, yeah, just butchered for no reason. Yeah, so I, I really don't think there's anything else to it. I think um, the the energy around Cold War has a lot to do with it. Like people, you know, they love Cold War so much, they just don't really kind of care about the next COD game coming out. Yeah, um, yeah, or or the people that were hating on Cold War, waiting for a new COD happen to be Modern Warfare fanboys. They were neglected Battlefield fans who now have their game to go to when 2042 comes out. Again, nothing wrong with that, but I think it's almost objective. And I, I can, again, you can argue this, you can argue this all you want, but I think based on evidence of, you know, community comments, play styles, and all these new players that entered the Modern Warfare scene a year and a half ago, it really does seem like, I think Rob pointed this out on Twitter, uh, they, it, it seemed like they were neglected Battlefield fans who wanted that play style, and Call of Duty finally did it, or they blended this Battlefield Rainbow Six approach, and that's what Modern Warfare offered, and they were just in love with that. Because, I mean, it just seemed weird how it, it wasn't, it didn't feel like COD, but, but some people were, like, praising it and, and whatnot. They'll probably go back to Battlefield and, and skip Vanguard. So we'll see a probably, uh, we'll probably see a community shift at some point soon. But real quick, before we move on to the next topic with the free beta codes, who in chat right now needs access to the Vanguard beta. Who needs a code? Let me know in chat right now. I'll be picking some winners who retweeted my tweet, but I have noticed a lot of people that retweeted my tweet already got access to the beta. I checked their Twitters and you know they were tweeting out, oh, loving the beta so far, thanks for a code. So I'll pick people from the chat as well who need a code uh, for Vanguard. Right now it's early access on PlayStation. It'll be available on Xbox and PC next weekend. But the code I will be providing is for all regions, all platforms, no restrictions. I also wanted to mention, you know, speaking of the Vanguard energy, I'm sure you've noticed, right? A couple of content creators are taking a break, right, from the scene. Or a couple of content creators are voicing their concern about viewership being low on YouTube. And uh, I do content full-time. You're with me throughout the entire, you know, crusade that we're on, you know, grinding the channel whatnot. But yeah. you definitely know there are so many variables right now that may be affecting at least COD viewership. And we'll go through them again for those that don't understand and need clarification. Uh, Activision lawsuit definitely, you know, hit the COD community hard for no reason. I get it. You want to hold Activision responsible. You want to hold them accountable. I get it. Even though the issue legally on paper is being said to have happened with the Blizzard World of Warcraft side of things, not Call of Duty and Activision, people still put it all in the same boat and said, yeah, you know, cancel COD, boycott this. 
we're not going to go off on a tangent about that. But moral of the story, at least what I see is that it's not right to hold all devs accountable who are innocent. It's not good to boycott games that could then lead to layoffs for innocent people. It doesn't make sense. Hold back people accountable. Fire those people. Let the legal system do its job. But Activision Blizzard lawsuit definitely affected COD and viewership on YouTube. You could definitely tell because from what I noticed is, at least for small channels like me, I've seen a lot of comments lately like, oh, how are you supporting this game? How are you covering it? You know, you know, hold Activision accountable. Stop playing COD. It's like, I mean, we know COD's not related, at least from our understanding. But... Again, people that do it full time, that's our career. We can't just put a stop to our to, to our career for a second because of something going on with them. We're gonna voice our concern about it, you know, use our platform to, you know, hold people accountable, but we're not gonna stop posting COD, right? That's just not we can't just do that overnight. Um, whereas a lot of big channels that cover COD don't get those comments that much. I don't I don't get why it's like the weird double standard. But anyway, that was one thing. Uh two, kids went back to school. We all know kids play a large role in viewership for gaming. We everybody knows that. Uh, so kids went back to school. It's gonna you know it's gonna put a change in, uh, on the whole scene with, with with viewership. And people also forget that I think it's like the the quote unquote school cycle, right? Kids care more about school it seems when when the year just starts. And then once you get closer to Christmas break, uh, kids get burnt out. They start going back to you know. <laughs> I mean, it's funny to say, but that's kind of at least what I noticed for from you know in my surroundings. You know, you know when I was in school years ago, people care less about school during Christmas break, and then it's kind of like downhill from there for the rest of the year. People they still do their assignments if they're like an A student, but you'll notice that they're they're more focused on like you know out, outside things and not not school. So that's the second thing. Third thing would be the weird Vanguard scenario we just talked about, where people aren't on board just yet if people are posting Vanguard news and not not you know doing well. So a couple of variables, a couple of, uh, of different issues there. It's also the COD cycle. I could say a fourth thing, the COD cycle where people get more interested, you know, during launch week, views are high, people are hyped up, and then, you know, first DLC's rolling around. So people got to understand that. But I'm seeing people that break 100K a video or close to that, and they're complaining about views. And I'm like, dude, be grateful for that, man. You're clearing a solid amount of cash for those vids. I mean, I, just be humble about it. You know what I mean? I'm not some some preacher or some expert or somebody that you should all look up to because I'm like the best YouTuber ever. Everybody has their opinion on, 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 on who's best and, and who does a good job with it. But at least doing it full time, I can tell you guys, I'm beyond humble to break any number that I do in any video because years ago, it was a dream to be able to achieve this and do something like this. So I'm grateful you guys stick around even through hardships, even through downtimes for the COD scene. I mean, I'm grateful for, for all of that. Fajari knows that. He says the same thing. I mean, real, real quick, let's take a look at something that he just produced the other day. We got we to gotta talk about this. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, one of the best pieces of art he's ever made. I thought we talked about it last week, but I realized he just posted it um, like three yeah. days ago. I totally forgot what day it was. Uh, let's take a look at that. So thoughts on this ridiculously unexpected crossover you worked on. Let's, let's look at that real quick um is it on screen it is on screen oh. right now it is on screen okay. right now. yeah for anybody watching on youtube you can see this right now so um yeah basically it's a beauty piece of art i threw together before season five reloaded came out um that skin called diabolical uh it's for stone it'll be coming in the pro pack um that, that's releasing in season five reloaded but i realized that the skin was in the files like two days before reloaded came out and um so I decided, uh, first, first, my initial idea was I was going to make something with Bane with it. I was going to cross over with Bane, like the original Bane for Batman and Robin. Yeah. yeah. But as I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I could really do a, a Green Goblin kind of crossover here. Right. So right, right. You, you almost get like a, a, a Scarecrow vibe too. I get vibes of the multiple characters mm -hmm. here. Scarecrow from Arkham Knight, 
Bane from like Dark Knight, and then you have like you said Green Goblin with the, the green and whatnot, dude. Uh, also, how, did, how long did you make that font? Like the Black Ops Colder font with uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the Spider Man, the Spider Man uh, text from from the MCU. I'll put it. On, I'll put it full screen. Channel. Somebody asked. For um, that logo. I think it took me like five minutes. <laughs> like it, it was something. Five I, years. <laughs> it, it was something. I. It was something yeah. I quickly whipped together just to add something onto it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Obviously, with Spider Man, a lot of hype being on Spider Man right now. Um. I decided to make that piece because people are, are excited about it yeah so er- merging black ops cold war with spider-man equals um i guess the tweet doing as well as it did almost 700 likes thank you for everyone that um supported it um i was very emotional that entire day when i posted it when i posted it because i was like it's amazing dude it's i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just crazy to see and you you're not even going on to a year yet of doing this. We're still True. we're still months away from that to see the growth and and the the experiments. I mean, it's just it's amazing, dude. I mean, it's like I can't even I can't even put in words. I almost feel bad because I want to compliment you in 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 more ways than another about about your work. And I, I I'm at a loss for words for what to even say whenever you put something like this. It's like what in the actual living fuck is this? Like holy crap! I mean, you yeah, you've accomplished wonders with. Uh, with art this year, it's, it's it's insane. So I, I mean, oh yeah. Also, Treyarch made Spider-Man games. I forgot about that. That's another thing. In chat are saying it in people, chat. Yeah, people, yeah. I I forget about that all the time, and I think it happens to be the best, like considered one of the best Spider-Man games ever made, right? Spider-Man Two from the was it the PS Two, I think it was. Holy shit! <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah, that it was considered one of the best Spider-Man games ever made. Um, and a new Spider-Man 2 is coming out, by the way, in 2023. I'm sure you saw the, the trailer for that. Absolutely. How about, first of all, how did Insomniac manage to get some heavy dev- development started on Spider-Man 2 and then Wolverine? And when is that coming out? Did that even get a, is it a coming soon? It's not even a release date yet? Uh, I, I don't even know. I don't think there is one. I didn't see one. I mean, maybe, chat. Maybe 2022? Maybe. Oh, before Spider-Man 2. Oh, oh yeah. It's 100, 100% before. Interesting. Did they actually prioritize that over? That's that's a, They're ballsy for that. I mean, they just got Miles Morales that came out, so I mean that's fair, right? Fuck it, they already got two Spider-Man games. Um, but uh, don't at me, chat. Tell me, PlayStation isn't the platform right now? I mean, I sound biased. Call me a Sony pony. You have Call of Duty exclusivity, early access to this, you know, DLC here and there that's exclusive. Uh, God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man Two, Wolverine, uh, Star Wars Republic. I mean, what? <laughs> what? I mean, again, I know PC is better for performance, XYZ. I get it. I know that. We know that's factual. But holy crap, PlayStation just can't miss right now. I mean, I'm trying not to be a fanboy here. Wow. Mm-hmm. There is so much happening, dude. So much happening with Yeah, the- Ragnarok too. That's God of War's un unfucking un- match, undefeated. Um, I just it's it's insane. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Looking at these crossovers, I'm hoping you can you can figure out how to pull these off with Vanguard's models. Um, if yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you can figure out something, right? With uh... what, what I'm thinking right now for Vanguard is that um, same thing with Cold War. They didn't start adding fun, bright skins until later in the life cycle. So for the first few months of Vanguard, it's going to be a lot of um, just like grounded, clean like kind of like scene recreating world war ii operators <laughs> yeah literally well, yeah, world like war II for, example, for example like uh a full thing of task force vanguard uh of all four of the main characters together that that will definitely be done um right and just like some other miscellaneous things like i mean i don't even know at this point because i don't know what the models are like i don't know like what the game is going to offer yet so 
it's kind of weird. I'm still I'm still thinking about a lot of stuff to make for uh, Black Ops Cold War because I know there's going to be, uh, especially with DLC four and uh, and Mason, uh, if we do get him, um, there's going to be a lot of things to do, and it's going to be great. Yeah, I I think there's there's some serious potential with uh, serious potential with, with Vanguard, and this is a topic we're going to get to because. Treyarch will have pre- a presence, not only in Zombies, because they're developing it, but even the multiplayer, which has me excited because what that means and what that eliminates is that issue every year where you kind of, you know, start fresh. You may not like a style from a certain developer, but now they're really trying to intertwine everybody together. So a new COD comes out and it's not really taking a step back or taking 10 steps forward. It's kind of just, you know, it's moving everybody, you know, almost in the same line forward no matter what where it's not it's not trying to outdo what the last game did or 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 ruin something you might like it's trying to just mix everything everybody likes and just can have have a have a level of consistency you know for for the franchise so i I am happy with that modern Um, modern warfare didn't get flashy skins until five or six i mean i still don't think modern modern warfare has like maybe one or two skins that are like crazy good but i mean that even that might be even saying a lot yeah, no, I, I, it's like, it's hard for us to critique Modern Warfare sometimes because people will just think, oh, we're just hating because we suck at the game. So it's like, no, man, it's not that at all. We, we, it's just, we played, a, we played, we paid very close attention to the community and the reception of things and the, the marketing style, the roadmap content. And we compared that, I think, fairly to Cold War. Uh, and that, that's kind of where the, that's, that's kind of where this comes from. But, um, I mean, I think, I think as soon as people start like bringing up, uh, oh, uh, realism and COD. Why? Why is there a why is there a clown on the enemy team? Like as soon as you start comparing realism, and then realize you're sitting in like a gaming chair with your ass sweaty as hell, playing on a freaking <laughs> uh, playing on a 19 inch monitor. Like, like what is realism to you? If you want realism, like go step outside, buddy. Like, uh, I saw, dude. I saw this article posted yesterday with something from a PlayStation executive saying that the budget of games will start going to 200 million. I think very soon. Um, he was, I think you might have been talking about PS5 exclusives or just or just next gen exclusive games uh, entirely. And I saw a comment that I really I really respected. It's it something like, "This is the moment where the gaming industry has to realize that spending more on a more realistic approach isn't better than spending less on a more fun gameplay experience." And I agree with that because uh, it seems like as we get higher in the generations of, of consoles and, and hardware, people seem to think that has to mean better graphics cleaner resolution and then realism you can have cleaner graphics and resolution without focusing so much on realism i think some of the most fun games out there don't look that great <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that that might be an opinion but uh in cod's sense i definitely think you're right it might take a couple of seasons or hopefully not too many to get some fun skins and packs but it will either way cause this mass outrage about Oh, it's not realistic. The World War II. It's not. We see we see that with Cold War all the time. The pe- people, I see this comment all the time. Oh, what happened to Vonderhaar promising a grounded Cold War realistic experience? He promised that, but I'm sure he was talking about more of a campaign, campaign. and then the multiplayer gameplay. Doesn't he's not talking about cosmetics that you can optionally purchase? Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, what does it have to do with the gameplay? The cosmetics mean absolutely fucking nothing about anything. It's like they're just there if you want to buy them, but they, they don't. They don't. It's not like the rose skin that like damaged fucking Verdansk for all those months, where like it was game changing because you couldn't see them. It, it's just something for fun. I mean, Advanced Warfare, 
already wasn't realistic. It's it's futuristic. People were still complaining about clown skins and, and fun shit. World War Two. It's like weren't people? That was sledgehammer. So and that was I'm... weren't they? Weren't people complaining about the 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 chrome camo in in multiplayer? Oh, it, it's it's boring. It's not it's not fun like Dark Matter. Well, what realism. are the realism? But then in Cold War, people are like oh the camo's overdone. It sucks. Like. Like well, hello, <laughs> what is going on? I don't understand what they're supposed to do. Then you want it realistic, and then you want you want you want them to have fun at the same time. How do you? Where's the gray area? There is no gray area for that. You can't be realistic and also put in some goofy, you know, rainbow clown shit. You how? It's like I mean, if anything, just accept what they add in, provide constructive criticism to what they could do better with it. But the realism part, play Battlefield. <laughs> That's kind of the niche of that game is being very realistic in every aspect. You know what I mean? Modern Warfare did it too. I mean, if I want to be playing as, um, if I'm going to be playing as Weaver wearing purple crystal meth all over him while a, while a snow jaguar <laughs> is on my side, I'm going to freaking play with oh my Weaver. God. I want to play with Weaver with purple meth and a, and a snow tiger by my side. That's all I'm going to freaking play. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the the complaints about that are just, we see this all we see this every year though I mean you, I mean when you, when you talk about that with a Treyarch game it's like why would you want it to be more realistic don't you want Treyarch to incorporate some fantasy and some zombie element to other modes too and just give us that 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 rich atmosphere they're known for and Sledgehammer yep. still Sledgehammer dude I mean can can anybody tell me the St. Patrick's event in World War Two wasn't one of the greatest events that, that they've ever done in Call of Duty history same with the Undead event in World War Two with uh, Horde Point and yeah. the, the top you want realism or do you want fun shit like that? That was crazy, dude. And I and I'm I'm so excited for Vanguard and the LTMs we're gonna see just because of that. I mean, was that not crazy as hell to see? I mean, when you killed the, you remember when we killed the leprechaun, you you got maxed out on kill streaks that you had equipped. Every you got everything instantly. <laughs> dude, imagine if you had gunships and all that. You'd get oh, it instantly wow. and the leprechaun was hard to find though. I mean, you can hear him, but people could steal that very quickly. He wasn't that hard to kill. The blackout one, the blackout yeah. leprechaun. Oh, that too. It's like Dude, Blackout showed you that you can do a Call of Duty Battle Royale that isn't hyper-realistic with glint snipers 50 miles away and, like, boring-ass downtown buildings. You can do a big open-world COD mode with zombie Easter eggs, wonder weapons, boss fights, underwater swimming. You can do all of that. And Warzone was like, oh, let's be really realistic with it. So that's why I'm excited for the Pacific map. It might give us more of a, a, a colorful, saturated, Blackout-type vibe with Modern Warfare's engine. That, I, I would love that. I mean, hello. Um, Phase Beast must appreciate it. But he said, I enjoy the Shrek skins and Juicy Clown skins. You know, it's almost like I'm pretty sure that the most unrealistic bundles and skins probably sold more for Activision than the realistic ones. So it's once again, looking at the vocal minority that represents nothing about the majority of players who actually spend money and play the game consistently. Like, oh man, I just, I would just lose my mind paying $24 for a different shade of a ghillie suit. Like, because how, how many, that. how many skins can they add in that are realistic, right? Like you said, ghillie suits, soldiers with helmets. What else could they do if from World War II? There's not anything crazy. If it was a modern game or like a futuristic shooter, you could see some variation. But what outfits were they wearing in the Second World War that's realistic besides what we already have? What the or fuck? Or that would be appealing, or that would be appealing to for buy. people to buy. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to set 2,400 COD points on a fucking ghillie suit. You maybe one, but not not different shades, you know, every every you know every season. Yeah, they're going to do some crazy stuff. So people that are hating on that, get ready for a crazy season of, of, of clown suits and rainbow and rainbow skins, man. Get ready for it. We'll take bring it, back the Bring back the gingerbread skins. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, sad. did you bring this up on a podcast recently? I remember I, it was a sad story you brought up about it. I think Prestigious Key first pointed this out. That gingerbread suit. 
people that make fun of that, oh, should, yeah. people the people that make fun of that should probably take that back. Because tell the story, man. I I I, didn't, I couldn't believe it. I, I looked it up and it was legit. I mean, wow. Um. So basically, I'm pretty. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but from my understanding, it was uh, it was some type of like make a wish situation that a little kid wanted uh this type of skin in the game, and it was a gingerbread gingerbread man. Um, and that's what he wanted to be in the game, and obviously. I'm not sure if he passed away before the skin released or after the skin released, but either way, the skin got torn to shreds. Everyone's like, what is this? What is that? And, um, no yeah, respect. I, I mean, if they knew the story, yeah. complain. No, I mean, by the way, Drifter posted a juicer, 132K. Holy crap. I mean, the <laughs> secret story of gingerbread skin. Um, by the way, this is a badass outfit. Who wouldn't want to buy this? This is sick. I forgot what it looked like, honestly. I remember the face, but not the rest of the outfit. That's a sick skin. Uh, yeah, that that's that's kind of makes me emotional, man. I mean, that's that's uh, that's so sweet that Sledgehammer did that. I mean, honestly, it, it's it's a really cool EXO, and people that complain about realism and stuff, especially in advanced warfare, what the hell are you expecting? The the game was in twenty fifty something. Like, what the hell? I mean, anyway, that that that's crazy, man. Well, secret story of the gingerbread the gingerbread skin, badass outfit all all the way around. Do you remember the uh, the Mountain Dew offer during advanced warfare? <laughs> I, know, I forget that. And that's. I forget Bro, that. Tell me how silly this is. There is a, a Mountain Dew exosuit, right? You know, a helmet piece, the exo backpack, the gloves, the boots, the pants, or whatever. You had to buy multiple different things to get each of those parts. One was like a Mountain Dew uh, one liter, a Mountain Dew two liter, uh, a Mountain Dew 12 pack, a can. And then one of them was like the full version of Advanced Warfare, the game from Walmart <laughs> only. Tell me why I, I bought that. I went to Walmart and I bought a full copy of Advanced Warfare for a goddamn a cosmetic. And I love Mountain Dew, so that maybe that's why I did it. Tell me why I did that, and it, that has to be the probably the rarest exosuit uh, in Advanced Warfare today is a fucking Mountain Dew outfit. Gotta love Mountain Dew. I hope they do Game Field again with uh, <laughs> with uh, with Vanguard. Didn't they announce Pringles already? I'm surprised they didn't do a Game Field announcement yet. Oh. <laughs> I forget. Let me pull up this exosuit real quick on Mountain Dew. I think, I think Battlefield's doing Pringles, right? I thought it was. I, I thought it was Vanguard. Is it Battlefield? I totally forgot. I, totally I don't forgot. know. I, I hold on. I need to turn my fan on the highest setting. Oh, I'm good. Freaking... Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube chat, here's a look at the Mountain Dew suit. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, it's a badass looking skin. It, it's I mean, multiple parts you can get, but you have to. I think there's one part that's not even obtainable anymore. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Walmart, yeah, you get the exoskeleton from buying the Walmart exclusive Advanced Warfare copy. Then there was the, there was uh, skins that came, you know parts that came with the uh, Doritos bag, uh, Mountain Dew 12, 24 pack that is I think Seven uh, Eleven offers absolutely insane uh, exclusivity there for uh, Advanced Warfare. But all that aside, let's go ahead and pick the five winners of. The Vanguard beta code giveaway. Feel free to clip this, chat. If anybody right now wants to clip this, feel free to clip it and tweet me the video of me calling out the names. I'll retweet it. I'd really appreciate that if anybody did it. But the winners are as follows. I have winners from both this chat and people who retweeted. We have Austin Thompson, absolute legend, who always shows support over in these podcasts. Baby Thanos, love the name there. Hope he pops up when the <laughs> Eternals movie coming up uh, in November. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Uh, Slade Lawson 101. Zachary Jolson and the account that is named username password. Congratulations to all those winners for the Vanguard beta giveaway. Feel free to DM me on either Discord or Twitter. I will send you the code literally right after this podcast is over. And you can go ahead and get your early access 
to the beta today if you're on PlayStation. If you're not on PlayStation on Xbox or PC, then you'll get access to it. I think it's next Thursday or Friday uh, for that early access period. And then I think going forward, every weekend coming up, uh, it'll be on PlayStation. Any thoughts, Virginia? You want to say something, I think? Um, Don Cheadle wanted to strangle baby Thanos. He did. He did. <laughs> And, and I feel like in Eternals, we should hopefully get a scene where they address, I think his, uh, I'm not an expert here on uh, Eternals and Deviants, but I think his, Thanos' father has some connection to uh, Eternals. I'm hope, Hopefully we get a cameo or something in uh, upcoming project. But he cameoed in What If not too long ago, so that was that was hilarious seeing uh, Josh Brolin back in action uh, with Thanos. But once again, congratulations everybody on the giveaway for the Vanguard beta. And thank you so much, I almost forgot, to Key Codes for providing me with those codes uh, for Vanguard, their link will be in the description of, I believe, my recent video. Check them out. Show them support on Twitter. They were also selling extra codes on their site. I'm not sure if the availability is still limited, but they, they got access to quite a few codes that they were giving away. Um, I will pull up their site right now to see what's the what the deal is with them. I believe they still have some left. Um, if they don't, they hopefully will get some in the next uh, in the next couple of days. They'll probably get more, you know, as time goes on. No matter what weekend it is, uh, they have a link tree as well. I'm gonna up their store they actually have a discord server i didn't know that yeah they're charging three pounds for uh vanguard beta codes i think they have 19 left they are out of codes for battlefield as it seems uh eu only ps5 and ps4 they actually gave me quite a few of those codes i gave those away on stream recently so if you're playing battlefield good luck with that um yeah i know somebody was tweeting out on twitter oh don't buy codes if you see people selling them and it's like well where else are you gonna get it from unless you pre-order the game for 60 bucks or more then they're charging three pounds for codes on uh, keycodes.com um but they were giving away quite a few codes recently uh on twitter for free and i know call of duty gave away quite a few during the cod champs for black ops cold war i'll check their twitter they're posting codes periodically on their twitter for free just literally dropping them um as acts of kindness which is nice of them so feel free to uh have notifications on for their twitter to get access to whatever you can and hopefully you guys are lucky with uh with some access to it but I know that wasn't there a strat not too long ago. I think it was some previous CODs where you can pre-order the game on Amazon for free, get a code, and cancel your pre-order. I think that was a strat that they probably they probably patched or, or prevented from continuing. <laughs> with, yeah, with, like there was some weird, there was some scam or some strat going on with that. I mean, it's not even a scam. It's just that, that was that was Amazon's uh, rules. They allowed you to, to to take part in right. You can just pre-order for free and then cancel. Um, what I don't know though, what I haven't heard about, I don't know if anybody knows. What's up with uh, physical pre-orders? Do they give? Do they print out codes on the receipt still at GameStop or, or another store? I wonder if they still do that. I haven't heard anything about that at all. I can't even. I have no idea. Either. Me either. I'd have to call GameStop uh, to see what's up with that. I should call. Should I call them on stream right now? Is it not even worth it? <laughs> I should call them on stream. No, we're just be on speakerphone on the podcast. Hey, what we're streaming right now? We just want to know what's up with physical orders for uh, <laughs> for Vanguard multiplayer. We could do that, but it's all good. I have no idea how that's going to happen. Russell Adler is asking in chat, when is Outbreak Survival out? That will be closer to the numbers event, September the 21st. Either that week or that day um, is when we should end up seeing I think it'll that. be on that day. I think they I think they purposely um, sheltered content from the Season 5 Reloaded launch until the 21st to kind of make it like Season 5 Reloaded Reloaded, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Didn't Season 1 do that where there was a mid-season update and then there was Season 1 Reloaded? I swear they did that. I, I, I don't know why my brain keeps telling me that. I swear that's what the case was. I think I think they might have added Sanatorium just out of the blue, I think. Because I think there was a day where there was a mid-season update. They added some content that was promised from the first roadmap. And then, like, a week later, they I was streaming, like, a PlayStation event or something. And they, they announced Season 1 Reloaded with Firebase, 
and a bunch of other shit that, and express stuff that nobody expected or, or rumored. Mm-hmm. And then there was a whole. We were on day. stream with Ryan. We were on stream with Ryan when that dropped. That was. I, I remember my chat was like Express Express, and I'm like, huh? And they're like roadmaps out, and I was like, what the hell? Trey dropped a random roadmap on uh, on Twitter for Reloaded, and that and that, you know, what was funny about that is we had made thumbnails. This is season one Reloaded on it, um, and that was before we knew there was a Reloaded situation going on for Cold War. We thought that was I was going to call War- it that either way. Yeah, we I thought was, that was only a Modern Warfare thing, and ended up being something for Cold War, which is hilarious. Um, we still, I still use the Modern Warfare logo though, but. That's fair. I want to work reloaded. I mean, I made it myself, but it looks it looks good as hell. I mean, it looks, <laughs> looks fantastic. It's um, better than just the the flat text they use on on their roadmaps. So yeah, no, I, I'm definitely definitely digging uh, definitely digging the the roadmaps they have. But yeah, no, you you've done a great job with the fonts and stuff. I mean, revolutionizing uh, community posts, stories, thumbnail styles. Loving loving the uh, the vibe and needs that we have. Um, Black Ops Cold War. But I also want to talk about what I consider the greatest crossover ever. So. We're getting maps from World at War added to Vanguard Multiplayer. What's up with that now? So during the preview of Vanguard Multiplayer the other day during their 30-minute premiere and also on Twitter, they confirmed that we're going to be seeing the maps Castle and Dome added to Vanguard. So what's the deal with that, man? I mean, are, does that shock you that they're actually allowed to use Treyarch maps now? Because no, no other dev has ever had access to that. I don't, think, I don't think any other dev has ever had access to Treyarch multiplayer. It's only been between Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer where they've used their own maps together and, and whatnot. What's up with that? I think um, uh, I know we had a rumor a few months ago that Castle would be coming to Black Ops Cold War and it appears that it's either that rumor was misinterpreted for Vanguard or the map was legitimately moved from Cold War to Vanguard to to have this big marketing play, all oh, 20 maps on release, the most maps in launch history. When in reality, it's like they just pushed maps for a different game into it and kind of merged it all into one. But either way, yeah. Um, I I was too young at the time to play Dome or Castle. Uh, or Castle. I I never played those maps because I was 2008. I was five years old. Um, I was eight, and I, I, was, <laughs> I was I was probably an LMG camper. In World at War, uh, scared of Nocturne and Toten. I mean, yeah. <laughs> my, my first card was BO1, so I... That, Great that place was to start, I... man. Great place yeah. to start. Um, somebody yeah. else on chat yeah. is asking about a guest. And yeah, next Friday, we will have a guest on, uh, on the podcast. And you'll be seeing a new gaming chair and a new background for the podcast that I'll be having. Uh, I'll still use the green screen for regular streams, of course. But uh, I will not be keying myself out on the podcast. I'll have a, a cool background you guys will see now uh, for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no... Uh, with castle and dome first of all maps that never got brought back a single time yep. surprisingly considering uh most people could agree those are very strong maps in uh in world at war uh, i do believe there was something on the cod wiki that said that castle was going to be a part of this museum map they had in development for black ops 1 multiplayer it was a dlc map that was like a museum and castle would have been a part of that or maybe they turned castle from world at war into a museum i'm not sure how they would have done that um kind of reminds me of uh the map what is it called from black ops 4 remnant remnant yes yeah remnant really cool map idea again by the way that map was hilariously you know rich with content and lore but the 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 pacing was kind of slow everybody was paying attention to the the beauty on the map it was kind of funny how the map works but uh definitely cool to see those maps come back but it's like you mentioned this is a good point if they want to hit a a high map count for launch all the maps can't be new or original maybe they could be that more time but I, what I see happening is you're going to get two maps from World at War, 
and maybe two maps from, what is it, World War II, maybe even three. So they might bring some maps back that we all loved from the World War II season a couple of years ago, and that'll mean we're essentially going to get maybe 11 to 12 actual new maps, and then like three to four, maybe more uh, remasters from previous World War II titles. And then the other four maps, of course, uh, is going to be from Champion Hill, which you already played in the alpha. I, I think I think it's a really scummy thing to to list Champion Hill as four different maps um, because <laughs> okay. they all, they're they're yeah. all on the same they're all on the same level. So that's like that's one map. Um, you mean you get what I'm saying with that? Like I I, I do, and Hell's brought up a good point. He said One Nation under Activision, indivisible with integration and anti cheat for all. Gotta love that dude. <laughs> Gotta love that statement there. Um, <laughs> but no, in terms of in terms of Champion Hill, that is strange. I, I do agree because they are technically four different mini maps, but it's kind of one big space anyway. That's why I'm like, yep. where the hell's headquarters at? They, they managed True. to pull off one big space for that. Let's get a headquarters space. Maybe they didn't like the feature as much as we all did. Maybe Sledgehammer themselves didn't like the feature that much in World War II. And they're like, you know what? We don't need that. Let's just spend time doing something else. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I wonder. You, you know what that's going you know to cause, right? Let's say people don't like Champion Hill. It's going to be the same issue War had from World War II in uh, 2017 where they announced a new season of content with maps. And people are going to see a new Champion Hill map, a new this, a new that. And they're like... We don't want that. We want more 66 maps. World War II had that exact issue where the map packs got revealed. And what happened, right? You would see three new 66 maps with one of them maybe being a remaster, by the way. So two new 66 maps, one remaster, three total. And then you would get a new war map. People would say, oh, why are they adding in war maps? We don't want that. We want 66 maps. We don't care about war. So the same thing's going to happen when they release a roadmap for Vanguard Season 1 or Season 2. You're going to see, you know... X amount of uh, maps for 6v6, and then uh, some Champion Hill experience. People are like, oh, we don't, we don't care about that. I mean, you, do you see that happening already? I see that happening, clearly. I mean, what, what do you think, I about think I think for Champion Hill to sustain a positive, or to stay in a positive light, I think every season it should be like the Gulag, where it, it, it all gets uh, changed out with four new maps um, inside of the Champion Hill. Uh, because if, like... If it's one, oh yeah, because yeah, how would that even work then? If they had one little area, it had to be a new space entirely. Exactly, it would have to so be a new space. Like you know, you have like there'd probably be like a playlist, a Champion Hill playlist, where it would throw you into any one of the maps that are available. But then like there would be the specific ones for the season. Like for example, if there's a season, um, season based around the Pacific, right? You can have a whole bunch of Pacific setting Champion Hill maps and yeah, throw like, that like, in like on a beach it. or something for sure, for sure. Yeah, like That's a, a beach, really good a, jungle, idea. a beach, a jungle, uh, a cavey, rocky area, and then like a and like a trench, little like war zone area, and that can be its own little champion hill. And they can call that the Pacific Champion Hill or whatever. But I think that definitely needs uh, it needs a lot of updates to for people to continually playing it. And that goes that goes easier said than done, obviously. But um, I think for a, a niche mode like Champion Hill, that's what it needs. Just a little. Well, these little tidbit maps and then make the 2v2 maps that are in that all in the gunfight maps and then do face off in that do you think they'll still do gunfight or face off considering champion hill is supposed to be like the variation of gunfight their version of it on steroids mixed with heist battle royale do you think they'll even do gunfight i mean i i find it be a little unlikely to be honest they'd rather spend the time doing something else i don't know I, I'll take um, it home, but yeah i i have no idea at this point i mean i'm not a developer so um <laughs> <laughs> uh would i like it yes 
Um, I think a lot of those maps would be absolutely crazy and like 3v3 face off. I could see face off, um, just not gunfight, just because I feel like that's what champion. That's what champion. Yeah. yeah, but no, definitely face off. I, I could see that. Um, I also could see they brought onslaught back. Those are onslaught containment maps. <laughs> if they wanted to do that, to go as True. far as the, and that's the thing, right? Onslaught hopefully will come back. Um, I want to see how that would have performed if it wasn't places an exclusive, because all platforms would have had access to so much shit. November first is rolling around really soon. And other platforms yep. will have access to Onslaught then. And that's why I said, you know, people are like, oh, it's too close to Vanguard. That's five days before the launch of Vanguard. That's that's a couple of days where you can really uh, binge all the Onslaught maps, getting eight chalices on each one, the LTMs, the new updates it's going to get. So I, I think that's still five days is fine. You know, it is what it is. But I'm curious how they're going to do that eventually. Like, I, I'm so down for repurposing every multiplayer map for different reasons and, and, you know, and, and utilizing them across other modes just to make sure we get the, get the most out of that content. I'm cool with that. But uh, champion Hill, I think we would have to see every season. If they're going to add more maps to champion Hill, it would have to be a new space each season where you get your, your buy, your buyback center. And then the four spaces around it. We need, we need a new space entirely every single season. If they want to do that, they might, might not every season, but maybe at least a couple of them out of the six. Let's get, you know, a whole new space added for uh, for Champion Hill. The thing I'm worried about is that since they're adding so many maps on launch, I wonder if they're going to kind of only add, like, one or two 6v6 maps for the rest of the season and every single season um, because they, they started with so many maps. Because, like, what Cold War did is, like, you know, we've known about Apocalypse, Echelon um, for since the start of the game. So we know they've they've had those on deck or very close to be done since that time or around that time. Um, gameplay, so be, yeah, gameplay surface of Echelon. I think it was in January, dude. I, I don't know yeah. how this. I don't know how they got away with this, but it was a gaming. Uh, somebody in the press runs this gaming site, and they posted an article about Echelon, and they showed leaked gameplay. It was an unfinished version of the map, but they showed leaked gameplay of Echelon, and I think it was Collateral, um, who it was known as Dunes. Uh, for a while it wasn't even named collateral back then i don't know how they got away with it but they posted footage of that and i'm like maybe that's that's why we, i kept bringing this up all the time whenever i made like a new season video i'm like oh maybe this the, the maps for season two season three and it, it's, it was like nope season five i'm like okay we're going that far uh so you're right they could have stuff on deck and just save it there was controversy back during world war ii i don't know if you remember this there was a map what the hell was it called valkyrie what was this map called let me look up let me look up the uh the map pack for world war ii um yeah um, while, while you do that, um, hey DK, do you think the Ultimus characters will return in Vanguard Zombies as a part of the D Machine story? No, they are dead. Yeah, that sorry. Ether is over after Tiger Totem. Dark Ether is going in a new direction, my guy. What I will say is the closest we'll get to any Ultimus is uh, Eddie, who is a director. A new iteration of Richtofen that we've never seen before will not be Richtofen, even though he'll look and probably sound the same, but he is a new version, a new take on the character that they've never done before over at Treyarch. And gets me really excited for possibly a conversation between Sam and Eddie in DLC4 where they talk about, oh, remember when we were kids and we were in the house? Remember when we saw Nikolai die? I'm looking for a conversation like that. That'll be the closest to an Ether callback that we'll probably see in Cold War. Vanguard is going to be going in a whole new direction as well, serving as a prequel to Cold War Zombies, telling a story set in World War II that builds up to D-Machina with Project End Station and probably some other characters that we already got introduced to in Cold War. But... um. I, I really can't see same thing as like Iron Man who who died in Endgame. I don't see like an Iron Man cameo happening for a very long time. And by the time that even happens, Robert Downey Jr. might be extremely old to where they, they pull like a, a old man Iron Man story. 
uh, you know, like we got in like some of the cartoons. So I think it'll be many years before they pull, they, you know, they, they bring in older characters and do cameos and whatnot. But back to World War II, the map was called Valkyrie. I was right. The map was called Valkyrie. And uh, that map, I believe data miners or somebody had discovered that it was actually done before launch during the beta. Maybe the map got data mined oh. during the beta. And they saved it for map pack once. People were complaining a lot. I remember when the map pack got revealed. They're like, oh, why did they save it? They should have just dropped it at launch, whatever. So I agree. There, there may be uh, an issue like that where maybe we see less content added throughout the seasons. I don't know. Maybe they add in just less 6v6. And they, maybe, but you know what? Maybe they focus on other things. Better modes, LTMs, or like a fire team type mode with bigger scaled maps. Something. So I, I am curious what that means for uh, for the future. But maybe they, they stick with the same Cold War model where they add in like three 6v6 per season. And, you know, even though they're dropping a lot at launch, it doesn't mean much for the seasons. They'll still do more. Uh, you know, a lot of potential with that. But, uh, do, I mean, honestly... Do you see a lot of remasters dropping in Vanguard Cycle? And if they do, what will they be from, I guess, World War II and, and, and World at War? Or do you see them trying, you know, a different approach? What do you think they'll do? I don't think they're going to touch anything from World War II uh, remaster-wise. Interesting. Um, Not even I one, think, maybe, maybe one? I mean, I, I guess... You know, I mean, there, there's there's nothing from my... There's nothing that reaches out to me from World War II where I was like, if we need a remaster of this. Because the game was... Shipment. was <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, the game was on current gen, so it's kind of like it's kind of weird. Stupid, yeah, if anything, go back to World at War. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, that's that, that's what they're already doing. You that, know? That, 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 that's why I was yeah, that, that's why I was preaching that for Cold War, which is like you know, Black Ops One had so many great maps. Even you call me a fanboy of Black Ops One, but not only were there such great maps at launch in the DLC cycle for that game that never got brought back a single time, it was also on last gen hardware, which people don't have access to anymore or too much at least. So bringing back slums and all the same apps we already saw and, you know, four games in a row. It's like, what's the point? Yeah, um, slums, I I haven't played one game of that on MP in, like, an actual like, TDM. It, plays, I, I like, it plays like Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4. It's the same thing. Same deal. If anything, Black Ops 3 would play differently because it was jetpacks. But Black Ops 4, it was like, okay. You know, it's, it, it, it is what it is. But seeing driving and Zoom, my God, it, it's fantastic to see. It just plays so well mm -hmm. uh, on current gen. Um, but besides that... Treyarch having a presence now in multiplayer and zombies for Vanguard. Does that get you hyped? I mean, you already you like Sledgehammer, so you're not you know you're not really worried. But for somebody that maybe doesn't like Sledgehammer, that should make people feel better about what to expect coming up. I mean, you're not really drawing too far away from what you may prefer about a COD if you don't like Sledgehammer. You're still gonna get some Treyarch maps, Treyarch development, your Treyarch tweets every probably every week. I mean, we have a lot coming up. It's a crazy crossover that. Uh, we talked about years ago. I was like, what if they just have Treyarch keep a presence in every COD going forward? What if Activision knows that Treyarch pulls in an audience or a player base or sales that other devs don't? Doesn't that make you laugh, right? When people say, oh, Modern Warfare is the best dev by far, hands down. But objectively, are you know, are they? You know, it's like Treyarch is clearly pulled in. A lot for them for Activision to go and, and say, yeah, let's go do all these free access weeks. Let's go ahead and invest in open world zombies. Let's give them Vanguard zombies in a game that's not even theirs. Let's give them a game such was working on, you know, in 20, yeah. 2020 and then and then got cut. For them to give Treyarch all those privileges, clearly Treyarch is hitting a mark that other devs aren't right now. And that's fine if you like other devs. There's no problem with that. But look at what's been accomplished and what's been what's been set pre precedent wise. I mean, thoughts? Something I will say about the free-to-play stuff that I wanted to say earlier is that if you remember in Black Ops 4, um, Blackout went free-to-play for an entire month, 
and oh that obviously that that led the uh, groundwork for Warzone to go free in the next game. So what I'm thinking is now uh, Outbreak goes free to Outbreak goes free to play uh, for a lot of time in mm. Black in Black Ops Cold War, and in the next game Vanguard, we see a free to play version launched of it, just like we saw the Bo4 to MW relationship go on with the Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the crossover stuff, I was actually thinking of uh, of making a pretty big render piece called the uh, the Call of Duty verse, which basically I'll have Price Woods and Kingsley, since Kingsley's model is now in Cold War, um, with like Doctor Strange portals behind them, kind of like oh a multiverse type of, type of thing. And I mean, yeah, that that's that's uh, something oh, I'm my, definitely planning on. I cannot <laughs> wait to see that, man! Holy <laughs> mother, dude, that's that's something, man. That that that's really something. I mean. Uh, I would love to go back to Blackout at some point, uh, maybe before Vanguard comes out, play it, you know, at least one more time, you know, before we get heavy with uh, Vanguard Pacific. Yep. Uh, or we got to play with Matt Scrantz. Matt Scrantz. <laughs> I mean, once again, Chad, I was blown away. I think, when was this again? This was... Uh, double I, Asian stream. Oh, yes, Asian. our double Asian stream. Yeah, Matt Scrantz dropped a follow and a like on the uh, on the announcement we were playing he with. Was watching. He was 100% he, watching. He was 100%, 100%. watching. Yeah. Absolutely incredible, man. I mean, that was such a, a, a fun stream altogether. I wish I would have had my, uh, my, my, I mean, that was the same day Tim the Tatman got signed and I had, YouTube happened to break. So I'm still thinking that they, they shadow patch something on, on the servers or on, on, on gaming streams or something. And I had, to, I had to fix some settings, but, uh, definitely, uh, a fun stream altogether. We had a lot of fun with, uh, with the boys, but Matt Scrantz, man, we got to get some games with him soon. He's behind on some gunfight tournaments. I'll have to, to catch him up to speed at some point with, uh, some of those sweaty brackets, man. I, the thing is, man, I have a love-hate relationship with some of those tournaments, man. I, it's like, it sucks when you sweep the first three teams and then you get to the finals and it's like somebody using keyboard and mouse on a PlayStation who can't miss a shot, doesn't stop, you know, sniping, you know, if they get the, if they get you know, the chance to use them, it's like, oh my God. Uh, it gets frustrating sometimes, but I, I am currently caught up. I don't know. I think you're too behind. We need to. We we've got to finish some of those. I think I am folding. <laughs> you're folding on tournaments. Two, three, four. I think I'm six, five or what six the behind. Fuck? Damn, bro. Honestly, on your free time, going solo, cross play off, and it'll treat you better. When we're on, we're playing with. When you're playing with a friend, it'll put you against more more sweaty people like that. That's kind of way the matchmaking works anyway. But yeah, no, I, I'm down to catch up. I kind of just don't care to be yeah. honest. I put the meme in. Kind of don't care about the, about the blueprints. Fair yeah. enough, man. Um, Tapping the keyboard and mouse. I I don't I don't mess with that. Modern Warfare introduced because, that bullshit. I don't I don't fuck with that, man. I don't like that. Because I get all console. I get all the skins for free, so I don't even care. I can just go into the files and rip it and do whatever the hell I want. Make, it, make so. a beautiful piece of uh, <laughs> with the skins itself. That's hilarious, yeah. man. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so taking a look at upcoming content with with Vanguard, it's like I said, the future. I, I think the future is definitely bright with uh, Treyarch's presence and what Sometimes introduced us to so far. I'm excited for it. But what's one thing that I found really interesting was the Team A, Team B confirmation. Right, there's not going to be factions in multiplayer like you know NATO, Warsaw Pact. It's just play as who you play as. At first, I'm like, all right, that makes sense because they probably want to make sure that if you if you if you buy a certain skin, you get to play as them no matter what. In Cold War, you can equip a Warsaw Pact operator, but then if you get put on NATO when the match starts, you get put as an opposite skin. You don't get to use the one you equipped. So that's one, like, that's like a PR explanation, but what do you think the real reason was behind them removing uh, factions in, <laughs> in the multiplayer? Well, I mean, clearly talking about World War II, um, I don't think they would typically want to make bundles centered around uh, axes or axe <laughs> faction. But didn't they do that in World War II anyway? 
I swear they did. It was allies um, and axes as factions. I don't. Yeah, know, they I did. Don't they did do that. But because the war is over now, they're like, oh, we got to come up with something more original. I, I mean, what? That's kind of. I mean, I loved opening up my history book and seeing all. Oh, I remember the Battle of Team A versus Team B. It's just. <laughs> I remember Team B at the Battle of Bulge or the Battle of, uh, you know, Battle of the Bulge, right? It's like, I... oh, realism, realism. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, re- yeah, realism, right? Yeah, <laughs> the realism. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're playing. But... Who gives a crap? We're playing. We're first person. <laughs> we don't care about the what faction we're on. Oh, yeah. Get, get ready for some factions comments, right? People that wanted factions of BO4. Um, people are, oh, wait, no factions? Yeah. Somebody probably heard that announcement and said, oh, there's no factions from, from BO4 coming to Vanguard. I still see comments to this day like, oh, add factions to Cold War. It's like, what? W- 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 hello? <laughs> thumbs up if anybody can see the stream now. Thumbs up. Like, well, okay. What is that going to do? Um, before we move on to a very important topic I wanted to address about something that doesn't really make sense in terms of the COD community right now. Let's go ahead and uh, go through our favorite segments of Bombshell. All right, let's go ahead and pull up some spicy comments. I will go to our public channel in the Discord server. Uh, first off, the other day I, I posted a video showcasing an early sneak peek at upcoming Season 5 Reloaded content, including the numbers events and the side melee weapons and some other really cool things that so I won't spoil too much right now, but if you want to check out that video, it's my previous video I posted about two days ago. Check that out. But I got a comment on that video because I had uh, made it clear at the beginning of the commentary that I was very congested that day, moving boxes and you know allergies were up a storm. So allergies were not treating me well that day. So I sounded a bit off in the commentary. I ended up getting a comment, of course. I wish you'd stop waffling on, can't understand a word you say. I'm like, damn, was it that bad? Was it that bad in the uh, the commentary? You can understand a word, a word I was saying? Apologize for that, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Um, Outbreak is still bugged. I refuse to play it. What's bugged about Outbreak right now? I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting. If you're talking about that blueprint bullshit, it's like, does that really matter? Apply blueprint. Is that that is that big of a deal for? The thing is, that blueprint glitch only happened when you literally like, bammed the the apply blueprint and then immediately like changed your weapon or something. So like you had to like consciously go out of your way to try and skip an animation that that had to happen. And so no wonder it started breaking the game. People that are impatient were breaking the game. Uh, I got a comment here. What about all the hints about Chronicles 2, the buried reference and outbreak from the fishing radios and the fog from D-Machine? This could be a stretch, but knowing the maps or DLC have been teased before release makes me think this. Uh, I will say this the nicest way possible. Transit didn't invent fog, so fog... That's what I was going to say. (laughs) No, I I just find that... No, I just... You know what? Uh, Talking about, you know a bit of a stretch it's crazy when like you know if a map had lava oh transit confirmed if if you know fog and d machine oh you know transit confirmed and then you talk about the the buried music from outbreak that's a fair tease but i also feel like it's just a classic tune that they just wanted to kind of call back to in outbreak considering there's also a side quest in outbreak that gives you all the classic uh zombies soundtracks you know, there's a lot of classic songs that you can unlock through like that radio Easter egg. So that being the fishing music doesn't really mean much. I had pointed it out in a video before that it could it could mean something, sure. But the whole Chronicles 2 thing, long story short, I talked about this in a rant I posted about, uh, what was it? Uh, maybe about a good month ago. I posted a 20-minute rant, kind of going over everything that's happened thus far up until this point about that topic, where we've been with the conversation, right? When it was heavy... You know, when it was a hot topic in BO4, uh, how the community react to that? And then now how all of a sudden it's like some some quote-unquote saving point for Cold War when either way, 
Carrick isn't going away because they're going to be working on Vanguard. There is literally zero chance that Treyarch makes Vanguard Zombies maps, but then somehow adds a Chronicles 2 to Cold War. Is there, I mean, do you see any chance of them adding anything to Cold War after Vanguard comes out? What, what do you think about the, the longevity of Cold War after, after Vanguard drops? Do you see any year two possibilities? I mean, I would want, I, I want a lot of year two stuff for Cold War, but I feel like it's probably best for it to stop at season six and not even, not even get that like weird extra content that, that Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare yeah. got because yeah, that then that's, it's a hard thing as much as i love volumes cold war i love the game um it just kind of like divides a viewership and divides player base for people that are like oh i'm looking i'm looking so forward to this random content drop coming out in modern warfare i'm gonna i'm gonna hang on to that hope that's gonna release for, for like seven, seven eight for, months. yeah literally for seven because that, that's what i noticed is like people that and again you don't have to like cold war I, I respect that but people that let's say were all about modern warfare they would purposely go under Charlie Intel tweets, Call of Duty announcements. They'll be like, oh yeah, where's Soap? Where's this map? Where's this gun? For seven months straight, it's like after a while, I would have I would have thought it was scrapped at that point. Like, wh who cares? Um, but and that dropped with zero announcement or zero marketing. Zero anyway, hype. So. You get one video from like, you know, certain channels. It's like, I mean, I'm sure Treyarch wouldn't do that. They've never done that where they just drop something random and say, yeah, fuck off. They'll always tease it even in the patch notes somewhere. But there were zero announcements about the Modern Warfare shit. So... Again, I say long story short, but we're going off on a long story here. Uh, with the Chronicles, it may, I said this in the rant, it made less sense in Cold War than it did BO4. It makes even less sense for Vanguard. So we might be back to that boat where we might not see any Victus remakes until uh, Treyarch's next game, if that even works. But I still think that's going to be repurposed for like a, a free-to-play zombies app or some different yeah they have planned in the future i i just don't see that being like a chronicles one drop where it's a map pack they release for 30 bucks on an existing game i don't see them doing that again even though it sold well uh go ahead the thing that people don't really i don't think people have really grasped this yet but since now treyarch are developing the zombies on different studio led games um that basically means that they can come in at any time because it's not selective toward a a story that they're working on. It's all the it's all the dark ether now. So a remaster can drop during Vanguard. It can drop during Modern Warfare Two Zombies if it does have it. Um, because it's all Treyarch now. So that kind of opens a lot of possibilities and windows for it to be um, released if it's so fit yeah. the time. You know. Yeah. I, I just I can't stand the the topic anymore because. I so some, the other day somebody tweeted me. We're on this we're on this segment now, so it makes sense to talk about this. I was getting tweeted the other day about like, oh, uh, I I don't like your titles; they're misleading. And I said, please link me a misleading title because I feel like I'll exaggerate in titles because that's the way marketing works on YouTube. That's how you grow as a smaller channel. That's how it works for everything. It's how, how it works for newspaper. How it works for news. Goddamn, yeah. Like you're gonna go complain about CNN or fucking uh, Washington Post? Like go go talk to them too because that's that's the there's there's difference between exaggerating and and being and having something be clickable versus lying and misleading there's two different things right and and people don't understand that or grasp that so it's like whatever but somebody tweeted me you know hey here's a misleading title and it, it, of course it was a chronicles video from bo4 and i linked them back the rant i just made three weeks ago i said i've already debunked and addressed this whole topic and i explained why i made the videos i did during bo4 cycle one 
it's like I was keeping the channel alive. And this is not some like victim card, you know, I was desperate. No, this is I was keeping the channel alive with Treyarch Energy because I, Modern Warfare wasn't my cup of tea. Two, people were asking me to talk about it. Every time new info popped up, new rumors were surfacing, people were data mining shit. There, there was, you know, the infamous leakers of Modern Warfare kept claiming that a Chronicles 2 existed and was going to come out for BO4. And then three, there was evidence in game all the way around where I was able to make multiple videos about the topic. That was it. That's, that's the truth about it. But, uh, People were sending me, oh, you know, you know, you said it was coming. I didn't say anything was coming. I was the messenger, you know, passing on info that was being spread around the community. That was it. I was making videos about it. I wasn't claiming that I had a, you know, that I'm some special person that had special info. No, but uh, the thing about that topic, it's it's so overdone. Like I said in the rant, it's like people acted like in Bo4, oh, it shouldn't come in this game. This game sucks. You know, it wouldn't fit. Even though Victus were already operators in the game, the assets were fucking in multiplayer and blackout for the maps. But then they, you know, they say it's gonna save Cold War. What is going to save Cold War? Victus maps that don't fit in the game? How does that fit story-wise? Will they be there story-wise? Probably not. It will probably be for gameplay purposes. The most I see is a green run outbreak. That's it. I don't see any round-based, buried, or, or die-rise working in Cold War, let alone World War II Vanguard. Where does that fit? <laughs> Tell me how that works. It, it just doesn't. So yeah. that topic is such a dead horse at this point that I laugh at because uh, once they finally drop it one day, then I'll, I could say, all right, finally, we saw the launch of this shit. But up until now, just now, I'm just like, stop. It's it's annoying. It's cringe. It, de it derails the conversation. Um, so all that aside, you know, fuck that. We'll, we'll see when that happens eventually. I got a comment here. I love how you said we can disagree respectfully in the comments. This is a COD video. And people who play COD know there is no such thing as respectfully doing anything. That's kind of a funny comment because... Uh, yeah, I mean, I say that in videos sometimes, and I'll get comments that are like, oh, you're pushing this on us. You're you're, you're a fanboy. It's like, I always say, respectfully disagree in the comments. You know, have your opinions. Voice your concern. Just don't be an asshole. That, that's what I always say. Um, this is the most boring season ever. How? That's where we got the most content ever added to multiplayer and zombies. <laughs> so, I, I, don't, I don't know what is considered not boring to you. I mean, did we get updates like this during BO3? We had three-month droughts, one map pack. Four multiplayer maps, one zombie map, and that's all you got for three months. And you had to find a way to make that replayable for all that amount of time. Now in Cold War, we're spoiled. We're spoiled little kids. Updates every week. So I don't, I don't know what 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 isn't boring to you. If you kept your opinion out of half of this video, it would have been seven minutes tops, and we would have gotten the same info. I don't understand this because I per if, if I didn't have timestamps, maybe I would get this. But when I do timestamps, it purposely is to separate when there's concrete info, rumors, my take, my thoughts, you know, theories, I break it all up with the timestamps. Use them. Not many channels use them. And there's a lot of scumbag channels that post lies and don't use them. It's like, at least, you know, utilize them and then and then criticize. But when you talk about, you know, if you kept your opinion out of half of this video, am I a robot that's not reading a teleprompter? It's like, oh, let me just read the news, guys. Today, this is coming out. Tomorrow, that's coming out. There's a camo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Pack on this release day. And then end the video. That's not content. Let me add some personality, some 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 input based on my experience with the franchise for over ten years. Let me let me offer some other value to your time watching aside from reading a goddamn blog post or patch notes. You could just read the the, the info on calldu.com for all that for all that sake, right? Why watch me then if you just want to get straight info straight to the? I, I think I go straight to the point for most of my content, but I will always add in opinions that make sense, you know, to to continue the conversation further. That's what I feel. But I mean, what do you think about that, man? Should I just be a should I read a teleprompter? I mean, what do I do about that? <laughs> um, I think bad content plus ratio um, plus fell off plus <laughs> enlist and try again tomorrow. That's what I think. Um, I love the enlist try again tomorrow part. That's that's great. 
uh, you are delusional. You defend COD for no reason. You have no job without Call of Duty. We get it. At least talk about the good and the bad. Vanguard is in horrible shape. We played it. It was terrible. Ooh, this is, again, before the beta came out. So you, you, you're saying you played the entirety of Vanguard by playing the Alpha on Champion Hill. You know the whole thing. Uh, I don't really know what you're talking about there. But I'm delusional for liking the Alpha. I, I don't, I'm delusional for liking a game. I mean, that's, that's, that's saying a lot. Um... Oh, watch Drifter's clickbait is bullshit video. I'm going to watch... You know what? I, I think I saw when he posted that. I haven't watched it yet. I don't think I watched it in full. I'm pretty sure I might have seen a clip of it on Twitter somewhere. But I'm sure he makes some great points about what the what, what clickbait actually means, which I always... I stress this all the time. There, 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 there's so many aspects of marketing and making stuff exaggerated to gain clicks. But there's a difference between that and then and then lying. And people don't... People can't seem to grasp that, which is funny, especially in the COD community. Um... I got a comment saying you posted and deleted a video about an event that didn't even happen. I'm pretty sure I know what he's talking about, but I didn't delete any video and I didn't say an event was happening. Uh, he's talking about the 90s action heroes concept art that you made for a video I posted the day they teased Judge Dredd coming to Warzone. Yeah. Um, I didn't say an event was happening. What I said in the video was that this could be hinting at 90s action heroes coming to Warzone and Cold War. Thumbnails concept art. People also seem to think that concept art thumbnails... Uh, falls under the under the category of lying and misleading. No, it's meant to attract new people to see something. It's meant to grab their attention and then have them click the video. But when you lie, that's a whole different can of worms. The thumbnail doesn't say this event is happening on this day. It just says 90s action heroes because we do talk about a 90s action hero in the video who's Judge Dredd. This movie came out in the 90s by uh, Sylvester Stallone. Um, I also didn't delete any video. I don't do that. Um, I, don't, I don't think yeah, I deleted it. Like, Go ahead. I was going to say the thumb, the thumb had like something something september 8th which was the date of reloaded anyway or it was 9th but it was yeah you know so it's like people i mean that that's also a lack of critical thinking skills which is just laughable i mean it's just i don't understand that vanguard isn't going to have a new zombies it's going to be on a separate going to be a separate launch like modern warfare and cold war but it will stay where it's at and the maps we have now will be conjoined what <laughs> i replied so i replied so i'm literally false like what does that what does that even mean I don't, I don't understand what, what that's even getting at, but I don't think that's even a troll. That just sounded like some literal delusional comment there. I have, I have no idea what that means. Let's go into uh, our, our public channel on the Discord for uh, for comments here. Let's see what new ones we have here. Hopefully Vanguard is bad so I don't have to buy it. Yikes. I mean, just don't buy it. BO4 was shit, never touched it. Thank God, and I say shit because everyone says it, and I believe the same person wrote that. Thank you, Nukaholic, for writing that. You just proved exactly what we were saying before, which is that people listen to their favorite YouTuber during BO4 cycle, didn't even touch the game or give it a chance, and then spread negativity about it that probably wasn't true. It probably was objectively false, but hey, you didn't try it, but you have an opinion on it. It's like uh, same thing with food. Try the food before you judge it. Um, honestly, I don't care about Cold War and Vanguard. Battlefield 2042 looks much better than any future Call of Duty, including Vanguard. Vanguard looks like Modern Warfare Remastered, just the Mortal Kombat 2 version. Besides, nothing cool in that Call of Duty. I okay. <laughs> All right. I think uh, we'll do one more. Uh what else should we pull from this? What else should we pull? Anything that that stuck you that struck your attention? Um, this, uh, this Let's see. I'm looking through. Uh, what? I thought this was supposed to be free, and somebody replied, "This is Vanguard." He's talking about not Warzone. When is Todd? <laughs> <laughs> when is COD free? At, you know, the yearly, the yearly launch. I mean, that, that never happens. But that wraps everything up for this segment of Who Are These People? Yeah. 
Once again, if you have any crazy comments you see, not just on my channel or my Twitter, if you guys see anything crazy in, in the Call of Duty scenery, even, even something just so mind-blowing you can't even believe is real, feel free to throw that into our public channel on the Bomb Shelter Discord server. Link is in the description. I will put the uh, the commands for it in chat as well if you guys want to join up on that. Let me uh, put some commands in chat. Um, also, yeah, we also find our own comments and we put them in our, our private group chat that we have. So yeah, we should have uh, a good amount of comments every week. So thank you guys for adding some fuel to the fire with that. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I want to move on to a topic that I wrote down here because I felt like it was really necessary. Something doesn't make sense to me. And this is a topic that I think we'll expand more on in future episodes. And when the time is also right to fully kind of pull the lid off the jar of, of this topic. But I saw a COD Tracker, right? COD Tracker tweeted out something. And we, all the homies love a COD Tracker. We all know that. But mm -hmm. they, they tweeted out something about how they were sent beta codes to give away by Activision. And I, I, I would like to know how that exactly makes sense. Because they post what you can consider, quote-unquote, leaked information and leaked content by posting all the bundles early before they're even revealed in blog posts or in the shop. They post all that and make articles about it. I have no issue with that. I don't care. I think that's fine. For them to do that, it's like, whatever, they're bundles. I mean, what are you really spoiling, right? I mean, just don't look at the Twitter <laughs> then. But they got sent beta codes to give away. And I, I don't get how Activision went ahead and greenlit that. But then will get people in trouble for posting, let's say, you know, look, look at last year, for example. Talking about, if you even talked about the red door but didn't show anything on screen, you could still get striked in that video. Even though COD Partners talked about it. I still, to this day, remember how crazy that was. Because there is a very weird uh conversation to be had about that which people out there probably don't understand or realize is going on but there is this definite picking and choosing rules for thee but not for me type of scenario happening with this and it's kind of concerning because it kind of restricts people from moving up a notch in like potential partnership with activision people always ask me you know oh, what about the cod crater code you know and i will i will promise you guys i have worked very hard uh to get something going and it's not easy man it, it's 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 gotten to the point where they could even step in and undermine potential partnerships with other brands that may be affiliated with Activision. If a brand wants to give away a TV and some beta codes, then Activision could step in and say, yeah, we don't like that person. We're going to cut that off. I've seen that happen with other people. Uh, I, I will not try to talk about this topic by making it seem like I'm like a more deserving per person than other people. It's not all about me. I'm not trying to make it about me at all, but it, it's a concerning topic that... Fajardi's even seen as well recently. I mean, I mean, do you have anything to mention about that? I know we're not going to kind of pull it off this whole topic, but anything you can you can add to that is is, is definitely solid. Yeah, there's nothing really um, I I want to add to it uh, at this time anyway because I I'm still quite new to everything. So yeah, you know. fair enough. Um, and, and, and it's uh. It, it, it's something that, again, it's like it's hard to talk about, chat because people 100% would say, oh, well, you think you're the best, that you think you're the more deserving. It's like, no, no, no. I, I just wish there were a set of guidelines of what you need to do to get to achieve certain status with these people because, it, it, like, YouTube partnership program, hit 4,000 watch hours, hit 1,000 subscribers, do this, you know, activate two-step verification, and then you'll be, you know, considered for the program. Whereas with Activision, it's like you'll see people that don't post content complain on Twitter every day about SPMM and anti-cheat, get sent beta codes. I'm not saying I should be sent anything. Again, I'm going to repeat that again. I'm not saying that I need to be given anything. I'm just making it see. I'm just I'm just pointing out that it doesn't make sense the way that people are, are picked to to promote, you know, certain things, picked to be, you know, have exclusive access, you know, get early privileges. 
it's weird how that whole program works. Um, I'm all for bringing in uh, new creators who are new to the scene, kind of help them blow up a little bit. I'm all I'm all for diversity with that, but uh, it seems like there's like a very lack of transparency with what you need to do and what rules you need to follow when their own partners break some of those rules and do things that I definitely would not do. I don't put the word leak in my title. I never do it. I haven't done it in over a year because I'm, I'm not trying to portray that type of rep that I'm like, I have inside info. I support the news. I love talking about the game, covering the game, streaming the game. Uh, it's also weird how well, recently we saw, I, I blew my mind, there was COD partners replying to uh, verified and prolific leakers in the community who I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't care who people tweet and what, who they interact with. But if you see a COD partner who has a code in the item shop doing a Twitter space or, or, or like a Discord interview with the people that are leaking the entirety of these games, they're doing that. And they're COD partners. But then it, it's almost been clear that if, if, if a person like me interacts with, you know, a, a, a leaker in the community on Twitter, if I associate with them, I'm guilty by association. I'm blacklisted, right? It's kind of weird how that works. It's kind of weird how that works. Right? I don't understand that. And I wish I did. I wish there was... I wish that someone would just come 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 straight forward and tell me, hey, we just don't like you or something. Or hey, and again, it's not about me. I see this around, you know, lots of other channels that, that deal with this problem where there's channels that bang hundreds of thousands of subs, millions of views. I mean, didn't FaZe Jev not get invited to uh, the Vanguard beta? What does he have to do to, to get that privilege? He just posts his own content. He doesn't leak anything. He doesn't even talk about news. He just plays the game. What does he have to do more? to to get an invite right it's like i don't i don't get that i think even jgal was blacklisted last year for some reason and, and exclusive ace and it's like it's weird how that works i mean i mean do you have any thoughts on phase jab now like, what does what does he have to do to to get some privileges at activision how does he not have a creator code does he not have i don't think he has one what like what what's going on there i, I don't yeah it's it's like you know it's kind of like think of a gif or a simpsons meme or something where we're just kind of like you know wow like kind of like stepping back into the bush like what <laughs> what what do we say about that like, i don't i don't understand that that whole program i really don't um i like i said i get being diverse and bringing in new people who are new to the game uh and whatnot trying to help them you know expand but at the same time it's like wouldn't you also want creators that are bringing in a big audience that could potentially make them more money with bundles that promote the shop anyway that post content about the bundles like it's like that's what I think about. But again, I, I know this will happen. Somebody might watch this at some point and will say, oh, DK thinks he's more deserving. And, you know, he's 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 being, you know, it's ego and, you know, it's being ungrateful and your time will come. It's like th th there's just a very unclear path that I wish we understood about this whole about this whole scenario. Um, and it's, it's like it's like how much more do you have to give, especially again, you want, you want to talk about me? I do it full time. I, 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 I've devoted my career to this franchise and this community, to my channel. Uh, I, I, I love bringing a positive outlook to the game and, uh, it's not all about me, but I will say I probably get called the Activision shill more than I probably should, even though I, I do talk positively about the game. I love the game, Cold War, at least right now. And, uh, it's funny how you can say uh, Activision shill is somehow not able to get in contact with Activision. It, it's just, it's crazy, man. Um, Tim the Tatman is the god of viewership on YouTube, never be matched. Well, I, I will say this. I mean, he's doing fantastic. God bless him. God bless that that deal because it helps YouTube a lot. You know, bring in more of a gaming audience to the streaming side of it. Bless. Uh, Doc did this. Kurz did it. Valkyrie. Beautiful. But what I will say is that what typically within the first couple of weeks of a, of a streamer signing, they'll get the highest viewership and then it'll kind of, you know, wind down a little bit 
but it'll still be high. Don't get me wrong. It'll still be high for uh, the foreseeable future, but God bless them, their success. That's fantastic to see. I love seeing new streamers sign with YouTube. Not because I don't like Twitch. I don't like it, but uh, I do want to see YouTube take it up a notch with their streaming and partnership capabilities um, altogether, but... Uh, let's see a code for Jardine in the item shop one day, man. Like that, that, the art you're doing, man. Let's, let's get, let's get code for Jardine in the item shop one day. Let's support, let me support that bot, man. It's like, I even said this about if I got a creator code, code dynamite will look fantastic in the item shop, but I don't, I don't want the, it's not about the money at all. You know, I know they get, they get reimbursed in COD points or they get reimbursed in a check. You know, they get a percentage of the sales they got with that code. Um, donate it to charity for me. If I had code dynamite, give, I'll give it to charity. It's not about the money. To me, it's just about you know, where we've come as a, as a community, all of us watching right now and people that check out my videos, where we've come means so much to me. So having a code dynamite would just be there for the support, to support my grind, but then supporting, you know, Activision as well, you know, buying bundles and, and it's all a big support system. But to me, it's not about the money, just donate all that. I, I don't care about that. It's like, I, I really don't. I, I love working with big brands and companies and networking out. I just love it just for the experience. Just, just for the for the opportunity that means more to me than anything. So, if anybody wants to pull this podcast out of talk, out of context and say that it's all ego and it's you know I, I think I deserve something, no, clip this part and then and then and then we'll talk. You know, it's like that's that, that that's kind of what that's kind of where we're at right now. I wanted to bring that up because there's more to talk about with that that we will go into more at a later date when when it, it's appropriate. Right now, that's kind of scratching the surface of what we've observed over the past few days. But thank you to Kikos again for giving me some. Uh, Betacos to give away for Call of Duty Vanguard. Last and definitely least wrap up this podcast for today, season six. So first, Mr. Fajardi, what do you what are your expectations? What do you want to see to wrap up this game's life cycle with the bang? Then we'll talk about what we kind of know so far and what's been rumored. But let, let, let's get into that real quick. Um, what do I want to see? I really want to see um just really cool skins, you know, skins be added to uh in, in the item shop through bundles. Um I Obviously, I like I like seeing really cool skins because you have to make really cool stuff with it. But uh, that's probably just like the, the top of the list. Other than that, uh, I want I kind of want firing range really bad just because that's your map. I, I, that's I your really map. like firing range. Um, I mean, Special Agent Mason said, "Hey, Vajari, do I have a model in the Cold War files?" Uh, yes, you do. Uh, in the campaign, you, you're not allowed to say that though, man, because you're not uh, you're not a part of the uh, the cool kids club, bro. You can't you can't be can't be spoiling Mason operators, man. What are you doing? He's, what he's are you doing? He's in the campaign. <laughs> yeah, no, that's such an obvious pick for for a future operator. Modern Warfare did the same thing. Modern Warfare waited until season three and four respectively to add in Alex and Captain Price. So I said this day one, season one. Wait till the, the last few seasons; they'll end up adding in some iconic people like you know Weaver, Mason, maybe Kravchenko. I mean. Stay patient with that chat. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna end up having Mason for sure. I, I would be tremendously shocked if they didn't add in Mason to Cold War. That would sell like hotcakes. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to play as Mason in uh, in Black Ops Cold or multiplayer, or even Warzone? Of course, they're gonna do that. But I think um, special agent Mason, special special agent Mason. I think um, you'll be in for a surprise in twenty six days. Um, anyway, yeah, you know. and I also think the numbers event. Um, I think, you know, we know what would be sick, actually. They should, they should change it up a little bit this time. Season 5 Reloaded, once you do the numbers event, after completing all of them, it should play the outro cutscene. That would be a great reward. Even though they're going to drop it anyway on Twitter or YouTube, i still like to see it play, like, in-game by doing something. Kind of makes it feel like a zombie's Easter egg in a way. Because usually it's like, oh, it just, it just it loads when you boot up your game. But let's, let, let's, let's, let's change that and let's have it be, like, a, an ending of the numbers event. Once you complete the event, you can watch it, and then, you know, we'll go from there. But It will, uh, be, it will be around that time where the... Uh... 
the, the we'll start dropping marketing for season yes, six. Yes, and that's gonna be great, right? Because we're still gonna be hot and heavy, no pun intended, with uh, season five DLC, and then season six marketing will begin like days later, literally days later. Um, but what I'm saying is because Hudson's an operator for season five reloaded, I'm assuming he might pop up in the outro. I don't know he already popped up in the season two outro, but he might pop up again. But then Mason, maybe maybe we'll get a Mason cameo real quick in the outro, and then it'll lead into like his full appearance in the intro for season six. So uh, definitely looking at Mason. I would say I'm hoping for a maybe one more region of fire team. I'm really hoping for that. Or maybe another combined arms maps. Collateral plays great in combined arms. I love it. We had a good time playing that recently. Um, obviously, more, more outbreak content. Uh, that, yeah, I think we'll get at least one more objective. I'm, I'm guessing one more objective. But uh, yeah. I know the Modern Warfare 2 Ghost, again, prolific leaker, who COD Partners have tweeted at, so I'm allowed to say something about him in the podcast. I think we're fine. Uh, he mentioned there were 12 maps done for Cold War multiplayer that are on the way. He said that before Season 5 got revealed. So now that we've gotten the Season 5 content, five multiplayer maps got added. There's about seven-ish maps left to go. I'm assuming we'll probably get four more 6v6, maybe two more gunfight maps, one more bigger scale map for combined arms or fire team. That's my prediction right now. A couple of those 6v6 maps might be remasters from Black Ops 1. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers on that, but we do know that Yemen and Plaza were set to launch. Uh, so those might be two of them we see, unless they're canceled for uh, Black Ops Cold War. Again, content, content could get canceled. Don't get me wrong. That, that, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, and then I wanted to bring up the fact that there was a rumor that people may not remember. And this was actually, might have been before Cold War even came out. Uh, there was a rumor about Young Menendez popping up at some point. I think it was some insider or some scooper, some gaming scooper had mentioned this. Young Menendez should be popping up during the final season of Cold War. And that makes sense. That they're trying to set up the events of like the past era of Black Ops 2. Young Menendez... Angola was getting captured. We made something along those lines that sets that up. I'm very hyped for that. I mean, imagine a young man in his operator. Hopefully they bring back his voice actor who voiced him in uh, Black Ops 2. That'd be a really fun uh, piece of art to work with uh, for yourself, right? The, the, the young man in his model. Because right now we only have the model from old ass Black Ops 2, which doesn't look that great. Uh, but you, you can still make it look pretty if you want to work with that at some point <laughs> in a future. I don't have uh, the game. So. Oh, 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 yeah, you gotta get the, uh, that, that should be cheap, right? On, uh, on Steam or something. So we'll rip some of that. Nope. Still max price. Get Still the full price. No, I'm looking it up right now. Get the f Black Ops. <laughs> Still, full price. Still full price I'm on Steam. There's no way. That's Black Ops. Map packs and all full price, but there's I'm looking at it right now. There's no way. Hold up. I'm guessing it's going to be $60 or whatever. I was born in 1936. Hold up. Black Ops 2. There is no. Okay. That, that that's me that's me look up a g2a scam to get a free steam key there's no way it's full price dude <laughs> what why that bro every could, single cod is max price so did you know you price. could buy a cod franchise collection for 962 dollars what is the point nine a grand on all cod games on steam literally a grand there's bo2 plutonium i'm not i'm not sure i can rip files from that, that I yeah think. i was gonna say that too but I'm, I'm not sure if you have the capability to to get models from, uh, I mean, you could probably get somebody could probably send it to you. Honestly, they probably somebody probably has it laying somewhere. Yeah, in this model. Um, and then in regards to zombies, here's a point that I wanted to bring up, which I'm kind of confused about. So, again, a rumor popped up saying that season six reloaded drops the day before Vanguard, right? November the fourth, and then Vanguard is November the fifth. So, do you think they would really wait till reloaded to drop DLC four? It doesn't make any sense if there is a launch map for Vanguard a day later. The only, the, only, the only thing I see happening is they release DLC 4, the Season 6 Reloaded, right? The day before, Vanguard. And they save the Vanguard launch map till Season 1, November 23rd. That will piss people off. But what do you see happening with DLC 4? Will it drop the beginning or maybe closer to the beginning, like drive-in of the season? 
Because we what can Reloaded possibly add to the table the day before a new Call of Duty comes out? What could they unless unless there is no Reload? They might not be Reloaded. What if what they do is like the week before Halloween they drop in the Hollows Eve event for Verdansk and uh, Cold War, and that's kind of the Reloaded of season six. There is no but then but then the Modern Warfare then the Modern Warfare Two Ghost leaked out that date though, so I don't I don't it's like what, the date. It, what was the date for season one? November twenty third. Was that what it was? Yes. Yes. A couple oh, weeks what after. I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is they do, they do um, DLC four on season six launch, and okay. then save season six reloaded, and season and season one for Vanguard all at the same time, which would be like because that's like the only way I could really see it going. Yeah, but how <laughs> season six reloaded drop? You saying it wouldn't that have would... that much into it? That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't have that much. It would be like very. It would just be like yeah, this yeah. is kind of like. Because if I'm not mistaken, the season six reload even exist for Modern Warfare. I swear it was just haunting over Dansk as an event for like all modes. Yeah, and, and it was like the challenge. I don't think that there really was a reloaded for Modern Warfare. Let me look that up real quick. I don't think there was one. Let me check. I, I think the battle pass got extended because season one got delayed for Cold War. Um, let's see, season six reloaded. There, I don't think was one. Equalize Espresso made a video on it, but let's see. I think it was just Halloween stuff. I'm pretty sure. There, it wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't get its own roadmap. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Uh, so then there is no reloaded if Zombies map comes on the the uh, initial. Yeah, it was haunting over that. Release. But then the question is, what was Modern Warfare Two Ghost talking about? Did he get bad info that there's a reloaded update the day before Vanguard? I mean, there could be something for Cold War, but I'm like, how much could that be? A day before a new cock comes out, would they really drop anything worthwhile? <laughs> that's gonna get like a couple of hours of spotlight then people in new zealand and australia are gonna be playing the campaign for vanguard that much early on actually on, like... on the night of actually november 4th we can all play vanguard campaign if you have a new zealand copy of the game unless they patch that somehow which they can't legally how's that work um so <laughs> i'm wondering what what that will entail i i really i really wonder what that what that will bring to the table but uh makes you think you know what, what's in store if if vanguard's gonna have a launch zombies map then I guess DLC four will drop beginning of season six, and then less than a month later, we got a brand new map again. How the hell can we yep. complain about that? You really can't. But uh, yeah, Modern Warfare Two goes tweeted that out. Season six reloaded, dropping the day before Vanguard. That could even be changed. Maybe that was the plan at one point. They're like, hey, why, why even do that? Doesn't make sense. Um, anything else for season six that we're uh, we're expecting right now? I think I think that kind of wraps that up pretty well. Yep. Um, release date wise, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, chat. I do have a video dropping tonight. Talking about new info in regards to DLC 4 for Black Ops Cold War. New, new evidence and intel suggests that it'll be taking inspiration from red light, green light potentially in Ukraine. So I want to talk more about that in a video dropping tonight. And then by tomorrow, I'll be fully moved into a brand new office. So content should resume as normal this weekend. I should be streaming the Vanguard beta on Sunday as well. Unless something comes up, I should be streaming that. And then uh, we will go from there. But anything else that uh, we want to... Touch on real quick for today's bombshell. Any questions or concerns in chat you guys want me to address, I will do that very quickly. And if I heard anything you want to bring up uh, that we didn't get a chance to, anything that uh, we wanted to address, any thoughts, uh, comments? Not really. Concerns? Nope. Nothing. Thank you so much to the Black Ops gang for popping in yet again uh, to a great stream. It really means a lot. Again, it is always a goal to do a Sunday stream gameplay-wise, but uh, at the very least, uh, podcast every Friday. I was going to stream the PlayStation Showcase 2021 reveal yesterday. It was it was fantastic. As you see, I watched the recap of it. It looked great. I think it's just to stream it. I was actually at a funeral. And then after that, I went to uh, a big lunch with the family. So 
uh, was not a happy day, but um, thank you guys for understanding. And I wouldn't have missed that event if I wasn't busy, of course. But uh, yeah, it'll be more events to stream uh, in due time. I know we have a lot coming up for Cold War, Warzone Pacific, and then of course the Hallow's Eve events for um, Season 6, as it seems. So I think they'll pull the exact same scenario as last year where Season 6 Reloaded or the mid-season update for Season 6 is some type of Halloween event. This is a drop before Halloween, of course. So that's why I'm like, I don't get the November 4th release date at all. I don't think, that, I don't think that's accurate or uh, up-to-date info at all. Um, Modern Warfare Season 6 last year, uh, from October 20th, November 3rd, had Haunting of Verdansk. So I'm assuming something similar will happen for Cold War and Verdansk 84 this year. We also have the mines opening up for Verdansk 84. That hasn't happened. So unless they've scrapped that idea, that should be happening in Season 6 as well, where they open up the mines, which I'm assuming are going to be the, the mines of Orkuta. If they want to kind of tie that into the Black Ops lore, it doesn't really make sense why why that's in Verdansk, but they could just you know bring that there for uh, for Black Ops nostalgia, right? How's the studio Blundell? I think you're talking about uh, Deviation Games. That game they're working on seems like it's years away from from release, but they've already partnered with PlayStation for exclusivity, so it seems like there was something very promising that they promised uh, PlayStation and whatnot. They got some big investors involved in that project. I don't know what that game is going to entail, but it's something that Treyarch devs themselves are going to be polishing. So I'm looking forward to what they have in store for everybody out there who may have been a fan of their work in Black Ops 4, 3, and games before that. The writer, I believe, that's working at Deviation Games wrote the campaigns for Black Ops 1 and 2, some of the best campaigns ever made. So that is very promising for those out there that uh, want to take a look at a new next-gen title. Any other questions in here? Uh, let's see what we have. Thanks for the hard work, fellas. Thank you so much, Hells, for your support. Yep. We'll be squatting up soon, man. Much love to you. Appreciate the support on the channel. Season 6, level 1,000, don't do it. Uh, I mean, I mean, the question is, right, if you do that, because the ranks, I mean, I guess all you can do is uh, use Cold War to level up your Vanguard Battle Pass, but you cannot use Cold War to level up your Vanguard rank, if that makes sense. So you can hit level 1,000 in Cold War and not affect Vanguard whatsoever. But that is about it, ladies and gentlemen. Really hope you guys have enjoyed episode 20 of Bombshell. Once again, you'll see a new gaming chair in the background for the podcast. During the next episode, next Friday, we'll be coming up with a new guest as well. And that about wraps everything up. Really hope you guys have enjoyed. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody. Bye.